Welcome, travelers. We are the Global Rollers, a group of geeks from all over the world playing Dungeons & Dragons. I play the often confused Myrick in our bi-monthly campaign in the Korean Dynasty. Join us as we connect with her ancestors, recover her past, and discover her destiny. All right, welcome back. Just giving y'all a brief recap. We return to find our group of six upon the Honor Walk Road, leading away from Erzin and the Birkenvale Marsh toward their new destination, Jigao. The journey had started with a hopeful and driven eagerness as some of the members accessed new powers and solidified their bonds. Yet the truth of the Jorhasian waste became too, all too apparent as they discovered a carriage that had been heavily destroyed by Ankegs. With no survivors in sight and a fear of what lurked beneath the earth, they took a lockbox and pressed forward, pushing their beast of burden to travel more. Once they found an area that appeared relatively safe, they began to set up for an early evening to allow the group to find rest. Through the lockbox, they discovered the carriage belonged to the Vordettes, a lowered noble drow family within Rosanna. Tucking their finds back in the box, the group eventually settled into their respective tents or sleeping areas. As the sun fully settled, sounds of discomfort and pain were heard from Bulbera's tent. Before any could take action, an eerie chill rushed through the camp, extinguishing the campfire and plunging it into a cold, dark night. The group fought against an entity made of condensed shadow and bits of Bulbera's flesh, as well as shades made of unsettling crimson light and a latticework of shifting shadow. Within the dark, the creatures attacked viciously and violently, even influenced the minds of those within the group. But the light of the Luxon washed over all and aided, aided in shifting the fight back in favor of the group. As the Shades were defeated, one companion, Nihilus, had met his untimely demise. The remaining days of travel carried on with nothing else treacherous happening, but a fairly somber atmosphere had settled over the group. After a few hours of early morning travel, the fishing city of Jigal and the shoreline of the Emerald Gulch came into view. Caravan, caravan circles uh, were seen set up on the outskirts of the city with many individuals already stirring and prepping for the day. And that's what we'll pick up as y'all's carriage is being led into uh, kind of to settle kind of like uh, through the road leading into the... There is no like fence, if you will. There's no wall that kind of blocks the city from the outside y'all are kind of moving through um, you can see now it's like a lot of like dry open areas but you can also start to see as you get closer you can start to see that there are like uh, patties if you will like where rice and such like that are grown so like these wet almost like uh divots of farmland so as opposed to the land be lifted it's kind of lowered into a divot with water that settles so that rice can grow um from it and you see that's there's mostly those there is a little bit of farmland uh to your east of the road that you're traveling on um but yeah y'all's carriage is headed into the city um you can see the good uh as as the as the carriage kind of nears the city uh patch uh looks around and then looks down at prism um in draconic will say I, I i don't suppose i can dismiss you or uh because i mean folks probably won't take kindly to you you walk around 
we remain by the master's side. Oh boy. Okay. Um That was the politest <laughs> fuck you I've ever heard. <laughs> Hatch will then turn to the group uh and address them as a whole and say, um I I don't mean to be a, a bother, but um folks may not take uh lightly to prison. Um so I, I want to ask what y'all want to do. Leash it. Leash it. I'm, I'm my leash, suggestion I as, well, as well is that we arrange for dog. Okay. a leash. <laughs> <laughs> if people think that it's... It's hey, your bread. I got it. Like 5,000 gold. <laughs> <laughs> The leash would be more a comfort to the populace than anything necessary between you and your companion. It will just give the community the feeling of it being under control rather than it wandering. I mean, he he takes my, my orders, but I don't want people seeing a dragon freaking out. Can Zetch attempt to dig out their leatherworking tools and try to fashion a harness that looks sturdier and stronger than it really is with a leash attached out of like belts and uh, I'd actually, yeah, uh, they actually have some leather. That's what I said. I thought we had. Yeah, and I'll say too. Uh, I mean, part of your travel, you know, what your your uh, escorts would have prepared for, along with supplies for food and such like that, there would also be repair kits to repair the actual carriage. As let's say a wheel were to happen, y'all probably have like an extra spare mm-hmm. wheel. Um, and there's probably some extra like leather bridling for if something were to happen to the, you know, Aurochs bridle, you would need to replace it so they probably have some extra of that if you would like to it's kind of already pre-fashioned you just have to make the adjustments to make it fit all right yeah Uh, yeah. zetch will try and make some quick adjustments and provide patch with something that and they're not looking to make it like an actual harness that could restrain prism but more something that patch could use to make everyone looking at him feel safer like yeah. uh, Chara said, you can yeah you can roll a essentially a leatherworking kit uh, check if you will using oh gosh I had this pulled up and now I don't give me one second what is uh, your base I'm gonna say your base is wisdom so go ahead and you can make a essentially the wisdom check and if you're proficient with your tools. You can okay. add your proficiency, and if you have your actual tools, then you can roll with advantage. Uh, yeah, Zetch has both their leatherworking tools and proficiency, and uh, because it's already on the sheet, just roll survival with advantage because it's the same okay. score. All right, and uh, yeah, after advantage, great big 12. A 12. 12 is good enough. Um, it's 
it's quick work. You're essentially moving into town to uh, in yeah. the carriage, so you're trying to make quick work of it. But you do manage to make essentially a uh, uh, a leash, if you will, um, and it would go over the t- the flat of or over the kind of like nose um, to create like a, a muzzle esque type thing to keep it where the mouth. Um, like a piece of leather would go over that, but it would also kind of harness over the body and then very much like a dog harness, you can, the kind of like main leash part would be at the back of it. So, and this is a small, if I'm not mistaken, it's a small creature. Yeah, you said it was like the size of like a, a small dog, basically. Like a, More, I would say this is probably, yeah, this is more like a, like a, like a, like a lab or something. And in size comparison, lab or like a border collie or something. Border collar, like yeah, 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 definitely. So easy enough. Um, so you have a blue scaled border collie, if you will. Zetch will uh, mm-hmm. toss it to Patch and um, give them a nod and then go back to, yeah. Um, Patch will look the prism and he'll put it on her. Prism doesn't accept they they accept the harness. They do not resist. They do not put up a fight. Alrighty. But do make a mental note for later. <laughs> Prism will remember this. Um, once that is settled, as they're starting to approach the city, um, Shara's going to speak to Warlin on the driver's seat, and. Ask him if he knows where Darth Miram's house is in Chicago. Um, I do not know exactly where they reside. We'll get, I know we'll get directions then when we when we get to town. We'll ask. I do oh. know they have a barracks though, so it, that might be. We'll check there. I know they have a we have a dynasty outpost within the city, so we can okay. give directions for that. I'm sorry, did you say Darth Miram? Yes. As in Vader? No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's Darth, D-U-R. Darth. Okay. We're not in Star Wars here. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of had to ask. I may have pronounced it wrong. <laughs> yeah, but it is spelled it is spelled with a U, so it's Darth. Yeah, Darth. Yeah. Derp. Um, as y'all begin to make your way into the uh, into the city of Jigao, uh, uh the main kind of like thoroughfare, kind of like entering into the main city proper, if you will, uh, there are people essentially like guard posts that are there. And you see they're mostly the guards. You see they're mostly orcs and goblin kin. Um, but two kind of guards like step up as you begin to make your way in. Um, the city's full. Uh, you'll have to make camp out and Miram kind of, they get a look and they, oh, uh, Orlin, uh, we're looking for Darth Miram. If you can direct us to the outpost. All right. Uh, and he, you see the orc point straight down the main thoroughfare. And you can see, though it is still a bit dark, you can see there is a, directly at the end of where the main thoroughfare goes, there is what appears to be this very stone um, 
well-built uh, barracks. It's two separate buildings, um, and it's kind of on lifted ground. Like it looks like it's a lifted up a bit more than the 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 rest of the buildings around it and homesteads. Uh, st straight ahead, uh, Warling kind of nods and looks to the others, see all, and continues moving forward into the city of Jigal. For a visual reference, uh, Jigal is less of a what you're used to from like Rojana and uh, Asarius. It's very similar, almost like if you were to take Urzen, but set all the the groups of buildings down to the ground. It's not uh, a singular city. It seems like there are various... At one point, it was a bunch of villages all together, and then they slowly started to in intermingle a bit. The main thoroughfare of the road is massive, and you can start to see why there's a bit of a carve, like a carving notion, almost like something has been like pushing dirt away. Um, and you can actually see... Close to the outpost, you could see the large craning neck and a bit of the, the shell of a Kimpaji. A lot smaller than what you've seen in Urzen, but you can start, already see that it's considerably larger than some of the buildings here. Um, and it's like these ancient large trees like spattered throughout uh, the city as well that some of these villages were built close to or around um, but yeah, it's thriving. It's it's already kind of bustling. There's tapestries, like colorful tapestries that um, are indicating the Festival of Merit, um, who shall be crowned the Champion of Merits, uh, and and the likes of that, as you're already seeing that. And the, the city's, even early in the morning, the city's already kind of like coming alive. As the group makes their way through the city and eventually comes to the base of this hill, if you will, this lifted uh, knoll, um, the cart is kind of stopped. As you see now, there are station guards, uh, but these individuals are wearing the uh, outfit of the Aurora Watch. Um, yeah. And you see that they, Worland kind of gives a wave and there's a uh, immediate recognition um, as they indicate the outfits that they're wearing. They're very similar. Um, and Worland, all right, I'll have a word. Uh, and he hops off and him and Valdria walk over to the guards, leaving the carriage about, you know, 10 or so feet away from where they are. And they start to have an exchange. After a few moments, the Warlin kind of gestures for the group as two uh, two more guards are come out and they begin to essentially escort the carriage and the Auroch elsewhere, or they're preparing to do so. Uh, oh, okay. With us, along with it? No, Warlin indicated, like, indicated for y'all to continue. Okay, so everybody yeah. needs to get out, including Balbera. She okay, and all of our luggage and anything like that too. So yeah, if you were to start to gather your luggage, you see the guards that were kind of standing close to the carriage. Oh, we'll uh, we'll take care of it for you. Uh, we're getting all this set up, and we'll bring your things inside for you. You'll be staying within the 
the barracks. Oh, Zetch completely ignores them and gathers their luggage, which is just a few bags. Yeah, Pat makes sure to pick up all his stuff too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shara's pretty much got her. Yeah, she's got her her backpack that she brought. But yeah, um, I'm thinking probably the only one that might need help would be uh, Ranosh with the chest. Uh oh no. Well, they've said they're going to take care of it, so they'll take care of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The All right, right. you women tipping Aurora watch guards. Let's just thanks, Jeff. Get that up. <laughs> yeah, here's something special. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking cop, man. You cheap bastard. <laughs> um, so as the group kind of gets themselves settled and off the carriage, the Orog and the carriage are escorted with two of those guards, or they walk around the kind of like to the east around the outside. Um, you assume going to some place to hold as Warlin and Veldria and the other two that they kind of had an exchange with uh, wait for y'all to all get settled and established and Warlin or I'm sorry Veldria would walk over to the main of y'all um, we're going to get you settled within uh, your respective rooms and Duth is going to see she looks to Ranosh and Shara. You too, but if you're comfortable with everyone coming, yeah, no, I think that's fine. Let them uh, uh, let them get settled, and Ranosh and I can speak with Darth. If anybody we, wants to come, they're more than welcome. And she's giving. She's trying to catch your eye, Ranosh. Hmm. Um. And trying to get, trying to get give you the impression that she thinks it would be a good idea for just the two of you to talk to him. Uh okay. <laughs> Is this the interchange noticed? <laughs> you, can, you can roll. You can roll a, I'll say you can either roll an insight or a perception. Uh, they're both the same. Not good at either one. Not with an eight. So <laughs> Zetch does not notice or understand what's going on. I'll say there's a there's between Chara. You give Ranosh a look. As Ranosh, I would say you you can infer as you begin to say this, as you catch Chara's like curt glance of the eyes, like the cut of the eyes. Oh you God! Can kind of ascertain that it's like. Hush. Like, quiet. The Dutch wonders why Shara's flirting with him. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. She's got to dandies. <laughs> all right. Ranosh is of the opinion that we've all been through this, so, um, yeah, if you want to exclude them, that's. I suppose you have a reason. Well, um,. Is there an opportunity? We're not going to make for... we're not going to make a scene here, so we'll just go. No, with no, it. no. Is is uh, between here and seeing Dirth? Is there an opportunity for Shara to have a private word with Ranosh? Uh, from uh, y'all could because they will. They said they're going to get y'all all settled into your rooms, and then 
they're going to grab you and Chara. So essentially, it was going to get y'all to y'all's room, get y'all's stuff settled, and then Dirth wants to see Shara and Ranaj. Um, I think if I if I read it, all everybody else is grabbing baggage and stuff like that. So we should be able to have a bit of a quiet, okay. mm-hmm. a quiet time. If she can, if when when she can, she's going to have a quiet word with Ranosh. Sure. Okay. For the for this, I'll say as you. Does everyone follow into the into the barracks? Zetch will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why not? All right. Yeah. Myrick, are you going to be following suit? Yeah, Myrick's mostly interested in seeing how people are going to treat the uh, giant blue puppy. (laughs) 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 With interest. (laughs) There were well, Patch essentially was sitting in the front with Warlin um, for most of the trip, and as they got the bridal settled, I'll say. Uh, Prism would resume sitting on essentially sitting on Patch's lap in the front there. Uh, there were a few looks, but y'all, this again, it's relatively early in the morning. It's so there's not a lot of traffic, and a lot of people probably looked and you know, there's the moment of like they just look and it's a cursory glance, so they don't really actually pay attention. But you feel like whenever the city picks up, that'll be the time to really pay closer attention to uh, the eyes. We, but we didn't the, we didn't hear anybody going, honest to God, it was a dragon. I swear <laughs> to God it was. Not yet. Um, but as you all begin, I'll say as the group is uh, escorted into the barracks, so the more this, now that you're a closer look, it's like a more square building. It's three stories high, um, and you're escorting this one, but the building to your right, it's visually, it looks like a, dodecahedron the way that it's kind of built around the sides of the walls and the the way that the base of the walls go up and meet the top wall almost at a point and visually it looks all you can you see really in y'all's eyes for especially for Shar and Ranosh is it reminds you a lot of a of a of a beacon um that dodecahedron shape to it um but y'all are that's the building it's, next door yeah it's the other building close to is it, a temple? it is not a temple, no. It does okay. not appear uh, temple-like. It's made of the same stone, though, of the barracks. Okay. But anyway, y'all are escorted in and taken to the third floor. And there, there are a few small rooms, comfortable rooms. Uh, there's a total of 10 bedrooms that would fit comfortably everyone here. Uh the rooms are what you would imagine a very moderate, uh, comfortable inn to look like. There's a, a nice, comfortable bed with a small, like, table, side table, a chair, and a small set of drawers and such like that for you to have extra clothes and such. Do any of them have small windows? They all have a window, actually. They all okay. look out to different parts of the city, yeah. Zetch is fine as long as there's a window. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, y'all kind of can take whichever room you would like. Um, But I'll say for this, this, Shara and Ranosh, if you would like to have your private moment as the others kind of break away to unpack and such like that, get settled into their rooms, you can, one of you can sidestep into the other's room. I'm taking dibs on the one with the jacuzzi, if that's okay. 
<laughs> um, Shara would just drop drop her bag temporarily on the bed and then make her way to Ranish's door mm-hmm. and knock gently, quietly. Enter. Um, she'll enter and then she'll close the door. Ah. Uh, what's okay. what's 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 up? What's here, going on? here, here's the deal. So, uh, my cousin Darth, he's he's here in a more of a diplomatic capacity in advancing the interests of the Korean dynasty here in Chicago. Mm-hmm. He is going to be likely more impressed with your presence here, uh, regardless in how you see it. And I think we should use that to our advantage. It is very important that we get the services required to cure, in particular, Balbera as soon as possible. So, I didn't necessarily want to bring all of us into that meeting with him. I think it would set a better tone for it just to be the two of us and his... His reactions with you, I think, will potentially give us an advantage in getting what we need in a timely fashion without having to go through a lot of red red tape. tape. Dark maroon. I'm also going to stress to him, um, if you can back me up on this, that Balbera is, in essence, the de facto leader of Urzan. Bufal might be the leader in, in title, only. but the people love her. So I'm going to suggest to Dareth that if he wants to advance his own ambitions... It might be wise for him to cater to Balbara and get her back to Urzen cured as soon as possible, which could be a feather in his cap in that he could expand his influence in these areas to not just Jigal, but potentially Urzen as well. Do you get where I'm going with this? Um, I get then that you know him. Yes. Um, so, yeah, okay. I haven't seen him in, in a bit, but I know him well enough. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, if you feel that's for the best, then, yeah. 
Um, I don't know the fellow at all, so... Uh, That's fine. Just I'm assuming play, play your part of a of a Crin noble, and I think that uh, you're clever, eloquent, educated. I'm sure you've had to play... Ranush looks around. What? No, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just... We need to get those curses removed. Yeah, and, and the intel back. And I think the most dangerous one with the curse on them right now is Balbera. We do not need an episode here. Of, oh, no, 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 no. Yes. You understand my urgency now. Yeah. Yeah, I want her cured as soon as possible because. Uh, okay, let's... I don't know how long she can keep uh, that under control. So. I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think she has the the option to be honest. Yes. Um. Yeah, let's get on with it then as soon as possible. Okay. Um. I'll be ready in just a couple minutes. She's going to slip back into her room. Um, is there like a basin of water or anything like that in the rooms, like a pitcher and a basin of water? So if you want to like wash your face or whatever. Yeah, there would be, there would be like a a pitcher and a basin of water with a small set of linen. Um, She's going to do a bit of cleanup. Um, so she doesn't, cause they just came off the road and it's been, yeah. So she's going to do a bit of cleanup. Um, and you know, sort out her hair, just freshen herself up a little bit so she doesn't look totally travel weary. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then she'll make her way out and uh, wait for Ranosh. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll do a little bit of spruce up as well. I've got a five o'clock shadow coming on. <laughs> yeah, it's probably time to get to a good... And lightweight with white hair, that's not a good look. Against that uh, purple toned skin, yeah. Mm. Uh, probably very noticeable. Um, all right, so you two, uh, as you both exit your rooms, uh, you see... Um, yeah, you would essentially... I would say for this, for this the... Guards would have told you, Veldria would have told you to get settled and then meet them back down um, at the uh, the second floor, uh, base of the stairs of the second floor. Okay, we'll head down there then. Okay. You are met by Veldria and one of the other guards. Orlin is not there at the moment. All right, um, we'll get you. Uh, Durth has a office. Space that he is going to host this meeting. It's right this way. And she and the other guard kind of lead the way and take you to a room and give a few knocks. Come in. And the door opens. And you see in the interior is a large window kind of flanking who you imagine to be Dearth at a desk. The large window overlooks the Emerald Gulch and the some of the 
um, the fishing side of Dugao, if you will. So it overlooks that. It's a beautiful sight as the sun is finally kind of really breaking the horizon and the skyline and the way that the water is glimmering the whites of the you know the moving waves and then but the water does have a greenish tint to it um the interior of this room is an office with a rather ornate looking desk and chair with two other chairs kind of like uh sitting opposite there is a some bookshelves with a variety of different books mostly I say bookshelves is more of a scroll shelf. There's a lot of rolled up parchment and, you know, those like slots, the square slots that you would slip parchment into. There's a variety of those, um, but there are some books as well and some shelves, but it's rather plain, if you will. It's nothing extravagant. There are definitely hints of Rosanna's vibe or feel within uh, the design of the desk and such like that. The desk is littered with various types of parchments, but it's littered, but it's manageable. It looks like there's an organization to the way different parchments are. And he was in the middle of writing something, you imagine a signature or such, before he sets the quill into the uh, inkwell uh, or into the holder and uh, looks up and stands. Uh, Come in. Thank you, Valdria. Uh, I'll take it from here. Master Renash, uh, cousin, he gives a slight bow to the head. Good to see you, cousin. You as well. Yep. Take a seat, please, if you will. Would you like a beverage, uh, water, uh, something a little stronger for the travel? Something a little stronger would be very much appreciated. It's been a rough few days. I'll just take some water, thank you. Uh, you prefer clear or dark on the liquor, not on the water? As he walks around and goes to a small uh, cart that it seems to be like a drink cart. There, please. Right. He'll pour. Uh, you. He opens this. Uh, essentially, it's like what you've seen, like an ice, uh, like the ice canisters, if you will. He opens it and he takes a pair of tongs, and there's a like a mist that kind of rolls off of it, and you see he kind of moves it in a kind of like a small pattern and he picks up and it's a perfectly square cube of ice and he sets it into one of the cups uh, and it's these beautiful glass cups. It There's a sense of home as you look at them as these are definitely something of Rosanna's touch has been here and he puts a piece of ice in each of your cups and pours some water and then a little bit of a clear liquid, um, probably like a shot and a half. He pours himself a little bit of a dark liquid and he offers him to you as he takes a seat back at his desk. We have much to discuss. All right. I am, uh, heard word that you were coming in from, uh, grandmother. She already sent word for you. I have accommodations. I know they aren't anything too fancy, but they should do for your time here at the festival, yes? It will do quite nicely, thank you. It's very much appreciated. Master Renosh, are they to your likings? Ah, yes. Perfectly uh, perfectly functional. Anything we can add to spruce it up? No, no. I think we're, uh, I think we're fine. Perfect. I think uh, as long as we have somewhere to put our head at night, that's the main thing. 
Um, he smiles and he lifts his glass like almost in a cheers as he takes a small sip of his drink. Uh, thank you for your uh, hospitality. It's the very least that we can do here, and uh, it's nice to have uh, family from different dens making an appearance. It's it's been too long since I've been in the presence of. Well, he kind of shrugs, takes another drink, and this drink is a little bit longer, a little <laughs> bit deeper of a gulp. As he pretty much always finishes his glass. Well, this will take a bit, but she is going to then go into detail. Um, I'm not going to sit here and recount our yeah. entire adventures, but she's going to go into detail about basically from Sirius to Erzin, mm-hmm. and then the search for Balbera, the finding of Taldria. Um, the Children of Malice, pretty much all of that. Uh, going to Ancarel, not Ancarel, um, Arachnathel. Yep. Um, and what they found there, uh, like kind of the whole shot. Um, she will indicate that being in Arachnathel did leave a mark on a few in their group, and in particular, um, Balbera. And she is going to frame Balbera as the uh, spiritual leader. The spirit, the cultural leader of Urzan, and is very, very well loved by the people, and probably more of an influence on the city than uh, Bufal is. Um, and therefore, anything that we could do to assist her in removing the mark that was left by Arachnathel. As she stated to Ranosh earlier, uh, she's going to try and couch that so that it will appear to him that it would be advantageous to him in his potential ambitions um, within the Grand Dynasty and, you know, the work that he's doing Mm -hmm. if he were to further... uh, his own ambitions in assisting the leadership of Urzan and potentially expanding his influence. Um, and I imagine, Ranosh, as you're kind of interjecting and adding to that, or are you keeping quiet? Keeping, no, keeping no, quiet? I'll your... be, uh, yeah, I, I think that would be, uh, I mean, obviously, this. I don't want to call it a mission, but uh, we are we are here to uh, support the people in this land, and uh, that would go a long way to uh, fostering good relationships with uh, with uh, the peoples. 
do I do I get off him that he's um like trying to make a name for himself? Uh or is roll he, an inside check. Is he definitely is conversations, yeah, is this conversation between the because he's not just staying quiet either. He's he's inquiring mm-hmm. certain kind of questions, like following up on different things, uh, questions mostly regarding you know during the trips. And I imagine you bring up the situation with the Aurora Watch Captain Teldria um, as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. He'll inquire more about that. You know, just because y'all are essentially for the sake for this. Stop saying that for this. I'm- everything um, to him yeah so he would go as you're kind of running through saying and there was this captain and he you're giving a breakdown of that he'll inquire more essentially just solidifying the information that you're providing to him um and just uh verifying that mm-hmm. and yeah. you do I, you do know he's keeping track and keeping i would like to also do an insight check but not regarding his ambitions but i am oh not 20 <laughs> I'm looking for his reactions in particular with with reference to the children of malice, just because I know that they the children of malice have made some inroads uh, on occasion into Roshana. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure he's in no way involved. With okay. them, so that's that's the main thing she's looking for is that he is. So yours is more specific to that. Yeah. That topic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you go ahead and roll an insight for me. Uh, twenty-three. Twenty-three. Uh, starting with yours because yours is more specific. He, as the conversation drifts and you bring up the children of malice and the the situation that happened with Teldria and. Arachnithel, there's you can feel it and you can sense it almost immediately. Uh, the uh, tension, the the same feeling that you get whenever you discuss these topics and these individuals, it's palpable. You can you sense that and you recognize it because you felt that same level Good. of anger. Feels um, yeah, and but. For him, he hides a little bit better with because you rolled so high. You could see the, the the distinct furrow of the brows and the it's more of the body language that he takes. Uh, but he holds himself calm. It's, it takes a keen eye to see that. But the reason why you know is because you felt it before. Um, Ranosh, you what did you what was your total? Twenty one. And you're getting more of a general vibe check about his. If he seems like he's has bigger ambitions, yeah. Well, right. uh, is it is it about him or is it a bit about his role that he's playing here? Uh, is he uh, of the dynasty and is trying to promote it, or is it like what's in this for me? Um, what did you roll? What was your total? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. With that, it's a bit of both. Um, Certain lines of questionings are, uh, from his side, tend to lead itself to the preservation and the um, 
more yeah the preservation and the like the keeping the dynasty strong the dynasty strong but there's also kind of guided questions about how he can assist and provide his assistance it's it's as anybody in any kind of political position there's a level of it where maybe and you could also sense with your natural 20 i'll give you this you can sense that there's a little bit of discontent of where he is like he's not okay. entirely happy of the destination that he's in. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he should be away doing something other. Elsewhere. Or yeah, like he feels like that. This isn't where he wants the his final place to be, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, we can we can work on that then. That that would possibly be a career move that he mm-hmm. could. Uh, Maybe get a bit more time back in the hometown or re reposted to do other things. But as y'all bring up the situation with Balbera going into that, um, you see his demeanor kind of shifts. We do have a um, a priestess of the Luxon who and a temple as well. Um, Balana Zoled of Din Zoled uh, is here. She is quite capable. Balbara, I do know of. Um, we have a working relationship because the elder here is her sister. Ah. Oh, she excellent. Did not mention. Kolbu Kaz is her sister's name. She okay. is. Boo. Kolbu. Colbu Bukaz. Colbu Kaz. Bukaz, I love you. Elder Colbu Kaz. Oh, not an S. Sorry. C O L B U apostrophe K A Z. Oh man, I was way off. <laughs> they have. I am. I work. There are two elders who have. Uh, work for both sides, if you will. One is uh, Elder Ashru. He is the speaker of the orc clans. And then Elder Kobukaz is of the goblinoids. Sorry, what was the first one? Uh, Elder Ashru. Spell it out you. U-S-H-R-U. Ashru. Hey, I got that one. <laughs> Elder Usher. Who's Elder Usher? He's the uh, orc contingent, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Orc leader in Jigao. In Jigao. They are both uh, worshippers of the Wild Mother and the Moon Weaver. They have a clergy known as the Verdant Moon. They have uh, Kobu Kaz has a deeper connection to the Divine, though having uh, her own capabilities and skills. So if it's Balbera that's involved, I would recommend so I'll send word to yeah. the elder and uh, send word to Balana to prepare a chamber for Balbera and whatever others who may be afflicted by such a curse from that place. We have... Uh, am I right in that we've got two others or is it three others? I think it's three. It's Myrick, Zetch, and Estella. 
Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's those three. Yep. Only a little cursed. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> um, just a cursed. I haven't even noticed. <laughs> Just one hand and the perpetual stain on my soul. But other than that. <laughs> She's going to ask Darth if um, if I prepare a, uh, a missive for the sky symbol. Could that be sent by Bloodhawk fairly quickly? Oh, most definitely we can get this out uh before the day's end. I feel, for. I feel the information uh, regarding what they did to Taldria and what they were trying to do there needs to be disseminated to Rosanna as soon as possible. This right. is something new. We need to know how to fight it or what they're doing. More information on that. That is definitely not my area of expertise. Um, not on... my area either. So maybe we did... maybe Balana could help us, and because it seemed to be a corruption of the um, consecration ceremony. You see, he rubs the bridge of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking imminent migraine on coming. Yeah. Uh... All right. Uh, yes, she will definitely want to. Uh, was that? Do I get that because maybe him and Bellana don't get along so well, or or is he just... more so because uh, I'll say I'll carry over your because this is I'll say over the conversation for both of you since you rolled over twenties. That was more of a uh, shit kind of kind of expression because Jigal doesn't have. From your knowledge, Jigal does not have a, a beacon. And if someone dies out in the air... Yeah, yeah, we're in the boondocks. And they're both part of... Belen and Zoled is... is Zoled is a, one of the 12 ruling... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dens. Um, so, yeah. One of the 12 noble dens. So, and you can imagine that he, Durth, and Belana are both... Probably both consecuted... And so it's just a, it's a pile of shit on top of a pile of shit for him. That's what right. that's what you get from that is just more on top of the next. Yes. I'll set to work getting that written as soon as possible. I I, I, I don't know if you've had the uh, the bad news, but two of the escorts um, met their ends defending us. So it was a tough at the beginning during your first trip against those mm-hmm. gnolls and then Nihilus uh, on your most recent venture. Yes, uh, we'll, um, I'll send word along with your missive regarding them. And uh, I think maybe if we could get Morlin and Vildrea some time off. and um, I would recommend time off for all of you uh, once we get this settled, please. Mm. You will have a place to stay free of charge. Meals can be provided. Uh, and the Festival of Med is quite quite the festival. It is a great time to be here. Uh, whatever shadow of you all been dealing with. And once we get your friends and your companions fixed, uh, just 
enjoy Jigao and get acquainted to the city. I, lastly, I'm a little bit concerned because we did encounter a wrecked carriage. <laughs> oh, God, no, what? Probably should yeah. bring it up with the Aurora Watch commander, because he's not the Aurora Watch commander, right? He is. He's a task hand. Okay, so he is the task hand. Yep. Okay. Um, so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it up with him. From what we could tell, and this was on the main road, it was attacked by at least probably two ankegs, if not more. So... Hmm. You see he holds up a finger and he stands up and you see he goes to one of his shelves and there's one that is filled with uh, four or five different scrolls and you see he kind of flips and looks at something like almost what you can imagine like a tag on like one of their one of their sides and pulls one and he opens it and you see now it's a map of northern, this northern region, right. a the more detailed. I, the Ankeg Chronicles. Well, you see he does have various, there are markers markers um with different uh essentially the best way to kind of describe it is the almost like territory lines if you will they're not perfect circles they're like wiggly lines and you see there are a variety of different colors um with different variations of names you said it was own kegs where about was this well this is not my forte uh, however, there's an individual in our group named Patch. His tracking skills are excellent. Okay. He would probably be able to look at the map and tell you exactly where we were. And uh, also, can, also Zetch probably. Zetch would also be a good one between the two of them, um, because they managed to lead us through the Broken Veil vale Marsh without one wrong foot being placed. And Valdria, Valdria would probably be able to corroborate it as well. Since yes, she's... we track through there very well. So I would suggest um, I can get him to uh, come up here and point it out on the map for you as to where we saw that because if they're attacking on the road, that's not good. No. uh there's not supposed to be, and you, he kind of indicates there's not supposed to be Ankegs within this region, uh, the territory, and you see he indicates more northwestern toward the mountains, more of the rockier regions. They uh, typically stay in that region. If you say it was that close to the city, then yes, there's something, something amiss. Uh, it's fine. Um, we'll, we'll get it worked out. I'll have a. I'll send word to... Uh, we'll get you all the information that we can um, so you can investigate. Okay, well, um, uh, I don't want to keep you... Oh. Can Do I get a, a sense that there's a lot of threats out here from that map? Is there a lot of circles that are overlapping? And... <laughs> I want you to roll me a perception check as you're going to try to like get a quick glance to see understand what each of those things may mean. Can I do the same? Just yeah. since we're both looking? <laughs> the whole map on this series of reds. The perception? Okay. Perception, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, that's not so good. Oh, wow. I got the same roll again. 23. 23. I got the same... No, I didn't. I got an 8. So you, I would say, Ranos, there are there are quite a number of different territories and bubbles and such like that. And he calls. Yeah, you're, there's a moment where with with the mindset of what you have, like the intent of why you're looking is like, is there a lot of threats? And your mind, it appears like there's a lot of threats. Um, it seems like there's a lot of colors that's going on here. Uh, for you, uh, Shara, you start to see. You can see there are different markings uh, and colors. Some indicate territories of different types of creatures um, that maybe be may, might be around here, but also different types of territories for different types of humanoid tribes, like more the nomadic tribes. Um, and the reason why you get this is they have different, like a different types of names. Essentially, what these tribes would go by. Um, and you see there, there's a variety of them and some blend have like areas where they may run into each other, um, and such like that. Uh, and you, yeah, you would, you kind of would gather that it's, it's potential threats, but also potential just understanding the different territories of different clans and monsters and such like that. It's someone with a political standing would need to have this understanding in case anything were to come up uh, about yeah. disputes such yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, very much appreciate the accommodation mm. and uh, hope the information we've provided will be useful. I appreciate you coming directly to me and uh, sharing what you Gathered will prepare a hawk to make the journey, um, and we have have, all day now, so... I have Teldria's sword. I don't know if it's possible to send that by hawk. It might be a bit ungainly. Um, If not, it can be be shipped back to Rosanna overland, or whatever next. Send it surface rather than airmail. Yeah, basically, because, yeah, I was... I was thinking a long sword might be a bit yeah. much for a bird. Heavy, yeah. <laughs> long distances like that, definitely. It went to land and scared itself on the sword. I fucking don't know what's going on. Any anything that you would like to have shipped back to Rosanna, you can uh, leave with uh, my uh, my guards, and we'll um, we'll get them where they need to be to the rightful uh, owners. Next and kin, all that. So, yeah, we have yeah. Uh, that and the, the what we found that belonged to, we believe, the individual who was killed in the carriage by the ank eggs. Uh, so. You see, he stands up. Uh, it was a pleasure to meet you, Renosh, cousin. Always good to see you. Um, Indeed. A pleasure to meet you, sir. She extends a hand out to you for a handshake. Shake, shake. He has a strong grip. She'll she'll extend her arm to do like the forearm yeah. shake deal, which is mm-hmm. yeah more kind more, of more along the lines of military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah more yeah, more yeah, soldiers. Yeah. So he recognizes that in class, um, class and 
All right. Uh, I have plenty of work to do in preparation for uh, the festival. You have some things to do. Uh, but outside of that, please enjoy the city. Could we uh, contact uh, Colbu Kaz? Or uh, are you going to take care of that? Um, I, I would imagine maybe Bulbara would want to see her anyway, so... Right, I'll um, I'm, I'll have words sent to uh, Colbu Kaz and Balana for them to yeah. meet y'all. And I would advise maybe going sooner rather than later to get whatever situation fixed, uh, please. I don't need indeed anything like that happening. Uh, well, time. believe I you, much agree. believe you me, uh, we don't want to see that happen again either. So, plus taste. Yeah. We are in agreement on that. Um, would you like Would you like me to have Patch come up quickly and and indicate on the map where where it was that we encountered the carriage, just so you have that information before that gets lost? Sure, I'll walk with you. Actually, it'll be okay. I need to stretch my legs anyway and get word Great. out. So he'll follow suit. But this conversation between the three of you probably lasted a good little bit because of you giving a briefing oh, yeah. of what happened. So I would say for this, for shot, I completely of, polished that bottle of yeah. off. about a 45 minutes to an hour of discussion and such. Was like it basically this. vodka or was it, Ooh, it's, I bet it was rice it, wine. Yeah. It was a really, really smooth Sake. And there's rice wine that has like a, a it's <laughs> almost a hint of like, uh, sea salt taffy is the best way to kind of describe it. It's just like oh, man. that. Okay. It's that level yeah. of like it tasted. You probably, I will say, you probably requested another glass. It's it was really smooth, yeah. really well made. I have a probably. He's feeling very mellowed out now. Yeah, I would say you probably the the tension has eased a bit just from that. Um, okay, so over the course of an hour, y'all would have, the three of you would have been in discussion with. The two of you had been discussing with Dirth as they prepare to leave. The others, what would y'all have been doing for this hour or this time? Because you don't have to remain if you don't want to. It's up to you. Uh, Zetch would have snuck out to the main gates and went to find one of the guards stationed there. So essentially heading back the way you came? Yeah. Into the city? All right. So you can, I'll say... Because y'all were in your own respective rooms, you oh, not, not easily... The, not the main, main gates. Uh, looking for one of the guards stationed at the gates to the, um, the barracks. Oh, to the barracks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very easy. They approach... Or you approach them and they... Uh, hello. Can I... Yes. Um, this is my first time in this city. Uh, I need to find two locations. A place where one might sell uh, rare sundries and a place where one might buy books. Sundries. Uh, no, no, we have a place for that, I'm thinking. Uh, you want Maestro Grizz's Emporium. I will put that in chat for you. Maestro Grizz's, Grizz's Emporium. Uh Fellow sells uh, unique magical items as well as various types of gems. And you said the others was 
What again? A bookstore. Books. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, I don't think yet. We don't have any bookstores that are established. Uh, unfortunately, maybe Grizz could have something tucked away, but uh, yet we don't have any books. All right. Zetch will ask for directions. All right, and you are, I'll say you are given the directions from here because it's essentially the the barracks are kind of at the center of town. Uh, mm-hmm. As you were approaching the barracks, you could see there was also like what a, you would imagine to be like a town green. It's an open park area, large. It takes up a massive area. And a lot of, there's a lot of work that was being done. You can actually see that now as you're standing out there. There's a lot of prep work and getting ready for the festival. A lot of people setting up signs and posts and getting carts and such like that ready. Uh, but they do direct you to the location of the maestros. And Zetch is heading there. All right. Directly on, on their own. <laughs> okay. Without telling anyone where they're going. So as Zetch, you head off. Uh, yeah. Patch and Myrick, what are are y'all doing anything? Uh, does Pat, would Patch see like um, Zetch heading off? No, because Zetch snuck out the window of their room. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, you knew why I was asking about that window. I do. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, and then Patch uh, is also not gonna wait around. Um, He's gonna go to one of the guards. You said they're orcs, right? The guards, or uh, or no, those are the Kren, right? These are yeah. The the Aurora Watch members are War Watch guards are Drow. You you see mostly Drow. Um, that's that's mm-hmm. um He'll approach and say, uh, "Do you all have any uh, weaponsmiths?" That sort of thing. Uh, we do, uh, in fact. Um... You want uh, one second? I have to look at my notes. Uh, yes, the Hidden Lodge, uh, Rengo, uh, is who you would want to talk to. Uh, they are located, and I'll give you directions. You just missed your friend, by the way, the uh, little goblin. Huh. I'm sure they'll be back. So, yes, you want to go that way, and they direct you to the Hidden Lodge. <laughs> Uh, you can't miss uh, it. <laughs> will take the take the dog for a walk as he. Okay. As he... You are now going to start getting eyes during this walk, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so, Patch, you make your way to you begin making your way to the hidden lodge, and Myrick. Um, Bulbara is with us in one of these rooms, right? Bulbara was probably sticker with you, to be honest. Okay. Yeah, because you were like you were you were cradling and taking care of Balbera for a while, so they she probably hasn't left your side, and she's been weak. Um, like it's almost like someone coming down with a sickness, but also like getting over. It's a weird like. There's moments where she's really really cold, and then she gets really really hot. Like it's it's a variety of uh, ailments. Um, but she seems okay. She seems stable. Yeah. Uh, Mark does have proficiency in medicine, so she'll be able to like track those symptoms and know mm-hmm. what to do, how to react appropriately to like all these like cold-like symptoms and stuff. And so she, yeah. well, she's just basically basically mothering <laughs> Bulbara and trying to take care of her. Okay. So you're hanging out in the room with Bulbara. Yeah. yeah. If she like 
you know, feels like she needs like some like off or some like that she'll you know be bothering the guards for this and the other, and that's it. Okay. So you're you're essentially playing nurse. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, jumping back. So Zetch, for you, you make your way to um, following the directions. And the building is hard to miss. The Emporium stands amidst the other buildings. The stone and timber walls are adorned with shimmering runes and glowing sigils that change color. The shop sign displays the shop's name, Maestro Grizz's Emporium, in glowing floating letters. A large crystal orb hovers above the board above the door, bathing the potential patrons with a warm, inviting light. Zetch will politely tap on the door before entering. All right. There's a soft tap. Uh, and you could hear in the inside there's some conversation being had, uh, discussions, and a light bit of music. Uh, but as you open the door, inside there's a heavy ar- aroma of incense and a soft tingling of magic energies. The interior is a spectacle of wonders with shelves lined with various magic items and potion vials. The soft glow from a cluster of enchanted crystals hanging from the ceiling provides ample illumination. At the center of the shop is a large ornate wooden counter that stands that stands behind which a male half drow half orc with dark ashen green skin adorned with glowing gold tattoos. Upon their face they wear a set of spectacles. Uh, the counter is covered with magical dioramas, a variety of what you imagine to be enchantment tools, and partially completed magic items. And a book rests upon an open stand nearby. As you step in, you see there are a few patrons that are kind of looking about uh, some small children. Um, actually, it's pretty early in the morning, so no, it'd be relatively barren at the moment. Um, but as you open, there's a soft chime. As Grizz, who you imagine to be Grizz, looks up from the spectacles and sets them down and they hang from this soft uh, saint around their neck, but it's like a, a gently illuminated silver chain. Oh, welcome to Maestro Grizz's Emporium. How how can I help you? And you see as he steps forward, the part of the counter actually shimmers and he steps through it. And walks over to you. Well met, Maestro. I am uh, Zetch. Uh, thank you for your welcome. I am attempting to sell some sundries and possibly purchase as well. Oh. Uh, getting a good look at it. Uh, this individual, the half-drow, half-orc, uh, stands a solid 6'4", um, and the tattoos now are gold, and you can see that they glow a bit. Uh, is, what do they say? Sorry. Um, I was building up to that. Roll an arcana check. I could read all writing. Yeah, this is... <laughs> it's writing. Yeah, yeah, it's writing, yeah. but understanding what this is. Right. I'm getting there. Hold on. I'm pulling up. I promise. Let's see. Not at all. All right. My plus zero gives me a flat seven. A seven. You don't understand what they mean, but it's you can ascertain that they're formulas mm. and e- different types of equations. Maybe it's it's odd, but yeah, it's it's not like a book or anything like that. It's right. Yeah, right. It's interesting. 
a lot of runes and such. Um, you see his sharp, amber-hued eyes that show a intelligence with short, cropped silver hair that's uh, and his ears are kind of bulbous, but there's a point to them, like a sharp point. Uh, he wears blue robes that are embroidered with silver runes, um, but he kind of smiles. Well, um, step with me. Uh, and he begins to move back to the counter. And as he steps up to a portion of it, he kind of steps through it. Uh, you imagine this is, from what you can tell, it's just an illusionary piece. There's no items that sit atop it. It's just a blank gotcha. area. Yeah. And okay. you see he flicks his wrist, and as he does, you see this uh, spectral hand appear and lifts up this this wooden stool and sets it in front of the counter high enough for you to step onto it to get a... So you're not... Right. Yeah, not awkwardly trying to reach over the counter. All right. Zetch is going to pull from their pack two items. Mm-hmm. One being a leather-wrapped bundle of spider silk from a giant spider. Okay. And they will unwrap it. And then uh, Zetch is going to also pull a small ring off their finger and place the ring of water walking on the counter. Oh. Oh. You see he lifts up his spectacles and there's an arcane flare that happens as the lenses go from... Um, transparent to a slightly opaque and he looks at the ring wow allows you the chance to walk on water this is a beautiful design make and he kind of he gives it an inspection and he sets it down all right i could definitely make a, a purchase for this take it off your hands or maybe put it towards you buying something of your own this is and he kind of opens the bundle thread silk from the glands of a giant spider oh and he folded back um this will be better suited for midnight's needle uh their name needle uh is a tailor and they work with very interesting different types of uh threads and such maybe take that to them i can't make use of it unfortunately if they make you something and you would like me to enchant it that's definitely something we can discuss I appreciate the information. There is one other thing I am hoping you can help me with. Sure. Something came into my possession that I do not trust being kept in the hands of many. Mm. And I am looking for someone trustworthy who can help me find a place where it can be saved or destroyed. And at that, Zetch is going to place the candle of invocation on the counter. You see his eyes kind of narrow a bit as he looks. He grabs it and you see a shudder runs over his body and he... Yeah, that was my reaction. You see he adjusts his spectacles once again and you see the flare, the arcane flare, and he inspects it again and he sets it gently down and kind of pushes it closer to you. I would recommend Balana at the Temple of the Luxon. She is quite a skilled uh, divine practitioner. That is not something I want in my shop for much longer. And you see, he gives you a, a, a stern look. Zetch is going to nod and 
Zetch will carefully take it, wrap it back up, and put it away. I wish I wasn't carrying this thing, but I could not leave it where I found it. Zetch, I want you to roll me a persuasion check. Oh, As you see now, his his attitude has shifted from yeah. openness to now more of a... Res- yeah, I would say you'd be able to see there's a reserved look, but yeah, go and roll me a pers- uh, persuasion. 19. 19. Um, the, the look fades a bit as you say these words and he nods the the mistrust uncertainty kind of fades a bit all right yes just get rid of it uh, fully so, recommend you do so i intend to i appreciate this knowledge as well i was looking for when i saw that you had mystical abilities um i magic is not something i am fully comfortable with or understand and I was asking you first but if you say I should take it to this temple then I will yes that is though magical it deals with a magic that I am not entirely privy to it's you and me both sir um yes um and that is getting a little growlier in their speech. It's like, uh, so the ring. Um, mm. Yes, I am looking for either specific drafts or potions that might be useful for someone in my line of work or as well other types of enchantments like this ring. I don't have a lot of money, so I trust your I trust your honesty, especially since you have told me where I should take my goods and other things in my possession, and I am hoping you will help me find a fair trade for this, since I am not aware of its true worth. Um, and that's just trying really hard to like play into the I'm a country guy. Yeah. I don't know all this new <laughs> for for the ring. Uh, I can offer you I could offer you about off the cuff about 150 gold. Zetch nods. This amount of this nods sagely as though completely understanding and uh this this amount of shiny metal means nothing to them. Um, for I imagine your what you say your line of work for potions. What exactly do you mean by that? Are you uh, the more a hunter, in your and a hunter and leather worker? So are you but, looking for if you got injured, looking to seal up your wounds? That might be useful. So. I, Healing potions. Well, with this, I can give you, if you would like a simple trade, I can give you three basic healing potions, or I can give you one greater healing potion. Zetch thinks back to um, all the times they've had a single digit of hit points, less than five over the course of the campaign so far. I will take the three. Drafts. Beautiful. Yes. 
And you see he flicks his hand, and as he does, you see that mage hand that pulled the stool kind of levitates off and uh, grabs a small vial holder, like a case that has three slots in it, and plucks three of the kind of softly bubbling red vials into the slots and hovers and sets it down in front of you. The carrying cases on the house. It most appreciated. This will prevent you from rustling it about, and uh, there's actually a protective lining within it that keeps it nice and nestled and cozy. I thank you very much. You are... You are you are a rare person, Maestro. He smiles, and he, have, he shifts and adjusts his robe. Well, I appreciate that. And that will... I will return to do more business with you and perhaps some of my companions as well. And the do you, next, do you I cook? Do I cook? Do you cook? You, you do the hunting and such. I imagine that you like to indulge in cooking or you acquire meats and such from these animals. Zetch nods completely knowing that most of what they eat is raw and, um, still wriggling many legs whenever they eat it. Yes, yes, uh, uh, yes, yes, I do. All right, um, come this way. And he steps out and he guides you um, toward a display case. Uh, these are these are my any broth cauldrons. You fill it with water, add a few ingredients, and it instantly conjures a savory and nourishing broth of whatever your choice. You prefer beef, chicken, bone, whatever you may like. Vegetable broth. Delicious. I have one of these in stock. Uh, and for your perishables that you get on your hunts, and he indicates to a... There's two chests that you see. Uh, these are referred to as chests of preserving. Uh, it's about two feet and two and a half feet long, about one and a half foot wide, and about a foot tall. Uh, with a half-barrel lid. Uh, but you place things inside of this, and they do not age or decay while inside. Zetch's eyes have been just, like, progressively growing as the maestro continues to talk. At, 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 at Gurley, these are worth quite a bit. Oh, not at all. These are actually very simple and very quick for me to make. Uh, these are pretty uh, regular, like regular around these times, and I am actually working on a new batch for the festival. The any broth uh, is about fifteen gold pieces, and the chest here is about thirty-five. Zetch immediately pulls fifteen gold pieces out of their pocket. Okay, so you can take a any. You can. I'll. I don't have a magical item for this, but the any broth cauldron, yeah, yeah, I'll give you a description of what it does. And then you can add chest of preserving, which is just the item that should be in there. Oh, I, Zitch doesn't have enough money for that. <laughs> oh, did you say 15? Oh, 15. I thought you 15. said 15. <laughs> yeah. Nope. So you, get, you get a nice... Uh, this cauldron, you imagine there is different sizes. This one's about a medium-sized cauldron. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's got her. All right. Uh, Zetch stows the cauldron away, bows profusely, and then 
Yeah, Zetch is going to go find the needle shop to sell the silk. Okay. Um, I'll say the maestro will, Grizz will uh, give you directions there, which is another, this one's going to be a good walk because this is closer to the north. Uh, yeah. The, the, I'm sorry, the, yeah, Midnight's Needle is closer to the north side of Jagal. This, the Maestro's Emporium is kind of closer to the center area, you imagine, where a lot of tourists or, you know, new coverings and stuff like that would congregate. Um, but as you are heading to the Midnight's Needle, we jump back to Patch. Patch, you are headed over to the Hidden Lodge. My uh, yes. All right. The Hidden Lodge is a fairly, uh, my notes here it is the hidden lodge is a pretty much an all wooden building uh made of timber and such with an outside area for blacksmithing tools and the works you can see a rather large uh bugbear uh with a an apron a blacksmith apron over them but you can already see there are clear signs of burnt fur patches of burnt fur that uh are closer to their arms and such um, but they, you hear the heavy metal dink, dink of the hammer as you approach. Uh, howdy. Oh, well, hey there. How you doing? Ah, I'm, I'm pretty good. And yourself? Mind if I'm Morden? Uh, just working on some. He stabs uh, the items that he's working on into uh, the, essentially like the water bucket. Uh, the hiss happens. And he lifts it up. Some horseshoes. Uh, how how can I go about helping you today? Uh, I apologize if I'm uh, disrupting you there. Uh, I'm just. Uh, it's been quite some time since I've uh, I've been in these parts. Um, I'm looking. I, I'm looking for some uh, arrowheads that are a little more resilient to some elements, perhaps. I don't know if you sell them or if I need to go to a magic shop or that sort of thing. But I figured I'd come here. You want arrowheads that don't break, so metal ones? Uh, yeah, ones that could perhaps withstand some heat and maybe some acid, you know, that sort of thing. Hmm. I mean, I can make you some arrows, but uh, that sounds like something that you need to definitely go get enchanted or something that a uh, Grisnat can do. I definitely can't do that. Uh, no worries. I figured I'd pop by. Um, like I said, it's been quite some time, so. Uh, I, I appreciate the, uh, the recommendation. Oh, wait. No, no, no. You should go talk to Tilla at the Knocked Arrow. She, um, she's actually, she makes arrows and leather and stuff. She's all the hunting type. Uh, ah. I make arrows for her, but she, maybe she has, I mean, I know she has a little magic, um, on her. Well, uh, I'll be sure to ask her. I, I appreciate the, uh, the recommendation, uh, there. Oh, kind of the name's Rango. Oh, Rango, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm I'm Patch. Um, uh, he's actually going to look around and see if uh, what sort of stuff this bugbear has, because he feels bad that he's just kind of popping in, not looking. So you're doing a casual casual walk. Yeah, he's just going to kind of scan around. He kind of feels bad just asking for directions. So yeah. <laughs> hey, you got you got any magic items? Oh, you don't. Okay, bye. Uh, so you see there are, it's mostly like everyday items like nails and horseshoes, uh, uh, less of horseshoes, but more probably to go on like, uh, uh, like Beast of Burden and such like that. You see there's 
Um, there's some weaponry, like uh, some what you imagine to be like hunting daggers. Uh, there are a couple shields uh, that you see, like metal shields. Um, you see there are a few bits of studded leather, and you can tell, obviously, he probably didn't make the leather part, but he added the studs and such to them. Um, so, yeah, there's a there's actually a chain. Like, he's he's made a couple chains, um, grappling hooks, such like that. Some pit, some pythons. Uh, uh, do actually uh, look over at the grappling hook. Uh, what would something like that run me? Oh, um, you know what? It's been sitting there for a bit. I'll give it to you for a gold. Yeah, you're not a kind. Thank you. Uh, you'll flip a coin to him. He'll catch it in the air quickly. Uh, I'm much obliged. Uh, thank you very much. All right, you you uh you staying for the festival? Uh, yeah, you'll probably see me around. All right, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you then. Nice to meet you, uh, Patch. No, you too. Uh, that's cool. <laughs> he waves like with a lot of energy toward you, and then gets back. You can start here that he gets back to work. Uh. So jumping into it, um, you head off to the Knocked Arrow. I'm not going to do an NPC for everybody. Uh, the Knocked Arrow you see is a half-orc female. Um, she also will tell you. She'll she'll sell you a bundle of arrows and recommend that you go get them enchanted by Griznak, who owns the Emporium. Right on. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, I, I think I have enough arrows or bolts at least. Okay. So you want to get some bolts enchanted? Uh, yeah. Making me look up some items here. Give me one second. <laughs> so you're essentially looking for like magical. I, yeah, I believe like uh, like there's like the unbreakable arrow, like like that sort of thing, like anything that would kind of be like durable enough to withstand like the elements that Patch can infuse to his weapon. Right. Okay, that's a common. So let me let me do my let me get my let me get my stiff here. Give me one second. No problem. Let me cost for y'all. Oh wait, it's right here. Um, so it's a common magic item. All right. Um, so you, I would say, as you leave the docked arrow and you head over to the Emporium for this, we will, as you enter in, uh, you see the individual that I described earlier, uh, Grizz or Griznak, as you learn their full name. Um, Hello, uh, welcome in. Just second visitor this morning. All right, uh, what can, what can I help you with? Uh, I've been told uh, you might be the uh, the fellow to go to if I'm looking for to get some uh, bolts of mine uh, infused with some magic to help them be more resilient to some uh, elements of sorts. I uh, I can definitely do that for you. I just knew, yeah, you. I haven't ever done an enchantment like that. I think I've done it a couple of times. You want one or two, how many are you looking to? Uh, how much would uh, 
maybe like 20, like a Don't full bunch. A full bunch. All right. Let me see here. I'm looking at my notes. So with enchanting, I don't have to make them, so that's good. That'll reduce your price by a silver, which is not much. Looking at a couple pieces. Um, for your whole bundle there, I could do it for uh, about 120 gold. Ooh, we okay. Uh, we uh, exit <laughs> stage left. <laughs> How much gold yeah. you got on you? I got about. I got about 30, so that will run me, what, like five? Yeah, that'll run you about five. You're right. That that should be at least decent enough for now. I, I might come back and, and do two. I'll make it a, I'll make a half dozen. I'll do six for the, for the 35. Uh, you are 35, and that'll, that'll be a, a worth the price. Thank you. It's going to take me about a day, so... It's a quick enchantment. I'm working on some other things, but uh, it should be relatively easy. I'll uh, just come back in a day. All righty. I'll definitely do that. So he'll take, uh, I'll take the half payment now, and then you pay the rest whenever you get them. Sounds like a plan. I'll right. uh, give, he said 35, so he, like, he'll get, he'll get the rest of your gold. Yeah. I'll... So, yeah, you can give him 20 for the half. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I have two gold extras. <laughs> oh, God. All righty. Uh, actual, uh, then head off. Back right. to the, back the to accommodation the for the win. <laughs> are you, are you going to be heading back to the barracks? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you're going to ha- make your way back. Now, revisiting Zetch. So you're heading to the. Midnight's Needle. Uh, again, I'm not going to go over NPC right now. Uh, so the Midnight's Needle is a darker wood, um, darker tempered building. Uh, you see the uh, kind of the front, very, very simple, basic. But the interior, you see a female drow uh, with long, uh, flowing white hair, not kept up and not braided, just kind of flowing down the back. Um a variety of different types of uh, tailored items uh, from different types of fabrics and all mm. the likes, different types of threads of all various kind of colors. There's, as you enter in, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Or what's your passive perception? You could use whichever one you would prefer. Uh, passive's 14, I believe. Okay. But let me go ahead and, yeah, passive's 14. But Zetch is, you know, wide-eyed so we'll go ahead and roll just in case okay. uh seven so no seven uh, it's okay you you don't catch a lot of the other things but there is a like a musty smell like the smell of something that is not frequently visited <laughs> is the best way to put it uh, mm. But you see, as you enter in, there's a small chime of a bell, and you see the female drow. She kind of perks up, and she is on you with a keenness and a fondness almost immediately. Um, and you offer up spider silk. You got a yeah. full uh, 50 feet. 50 feet. Uh, she uh. will pay you. She'll test it, 
uh, a bit of it, uh, malleability, the tactile, how tactile it is and such. She'll pay you two and a half gold per foot. No, I'm sorry, per 10 feet. Mm. So that is, do my math here. I think that's... Two and a half gold per 12, 10 feet? 12 and a half yeah. gold. She's got 50 feet? Yep. So it's 12 five, and a half yeah. Feet. Yeah. Yep. She'll round all it up. Them. She'll give you 13 gold for all of it. Uh, Zetch will thank them kindly, bundle it back up, and start to put it away and walk out. You see she kind of frowns a bit. Uh, 20! 20, 20 gold! I, I can raise it up to 20. Uh, Zetch is going to turn and look and say... I am sorry, but when Maestro Grizz sent me here uh, with the understanding that I could sell this harvested not a handful of days past from the glands of a giant albino spider, I assumed I would be able to fulfill my dream of continuing to gather rare leathers and silks and cloths in my hunting expeditions. But without the 35 gold to purchase this chest of of preservation that he offers me, I'm afraid that my far-ranging travels will not bring me back to this city often enough. You see, in the corner of one of her eyes, there's a single tear that begins to well up, and she quickly wipes it away. Okay, I can do 35. Zetch immediately hands over the spider silk. Yeah, she'll she'll go behind the counter and she'll count out um, 35 coins and offer it to you and take the silk. Zetch will thank her profusely, breathe deeply, not used to um, the pressure of that, but that was definitely the most uh, social interaction Zetch has ever thought to have. And on their way back to join the others, Zetch will purchase... The glorious chest that Grizz had offered. All right. So you you have a chest of preserving now. Yes. It is an actual chest, so you will have to lug it around. That's absolutely fine. Okay. That's what I'm for. (laughs) (laughs) That's just going to be coming back to the barracks with this chest, like, strapped to their shoulder. (laughs) Ah, well done, old chap. I see you've got your own chest now. Mine doesn't have wheels like yours. (laughs) So, I'll say for all of the, essentially the running around town, the pair of you have done going to different parts of the town. Yeah, y'all are looking, I'll say, Patch, you return a little bit sooner. Um... No, you made multiple stops. That you would be returning about 10 minutes before Patch, but Patch, you're going to be hitting about the hour and 15 mark. That you would you would be pushing the hour hour 15 or hour hour mark for yourself. So you return after an hour of running around because you're not you know you're not delayed by having to wait for other people. Y'all can just move about your business. So there was really no like you know loitering, if you will, or you know taking your time, but. So yeah, so Zetch, you arrive first after an hour, returning back to the barracks. They allow you in, and Patch, about an hour and 15 minutes 
for about 15 minutes later after Zetch returns, you would return as well. But you are pointed toward a different direction because Shara and Ranosh will revisit you as y'all guide or as y'all guide <laughs> Dearth back. You go to the room that you remember seeing Patch in and Patch is not there. You give a couple knocks. He doesn't seem to answer. But as you are in the hall waiting up the stairs, you see Zetch with kind of returning. Oh, um, Zetch, do you know where Patch is? No, uh, it is possible he left after I slipped out. They've been circling each other this whole time. But they're like, yeah. Basically. (laughs) No, never seen him all day. I don't know where he went. Uh, Zetch will bow to the uh, drow that they don't know (laughs) and go stow the chest in their room. They're kind of Uh, look toward the others and then back to you, Zetch. Uh, Death, Mimon, Tascan. Mimon. Ah. Yeah, this is uh, one of my favorites. The Chilius Acanthus. Pleasure. A pleasure for you as well. Um, maybe one of the guards knows where uh, he may have gone? It makes sense. I stopped and asked for directions when I headed out. He may have done the same if he's not familiar with the city. All right, I'll, um, I'll go and check. Uh, you see Dirk makes his way off. Uh, Zetch is going to pull from their pocket a single bottle and hand it to Renosh. Hold on to this, and you and Estella have healed me in the past. I will not forget it. You may need to use it yourself one day. Cool. She's going to hand her uh, hand right off a potion of healing. Well, that's singularly very generous of, generous of you. Thank you, Sage. An investment in my continued living. <laughs> and Zetch Understood. is going to go off. Yeah. Zetch is going to go off because they have one for Estella, and Estella is not here, but mm-hmm. Zetch will do the same thing and leave one with Estella and the third one will go to Merrick. Thank you. Yeah, Merrick's never. Yeah. Uh, Zetch will hand Merrick a potion of healing and stay alive. Slight right grin at the irony of it. You know what I meant. Then <laughs> Zetch will kind of stand around awkwardly with a Ranosh and Shara wait for Patch. <laughs> so I had to come back. As Patch, you are greeted. Instead, you are greeted by, as you approach, the 
you see the guard that you had spoken to is speaking with another drow individual, but their armor seems a little bit more uh, ornate, and they wear a like a essentially mid-back, like white-looking cape that has the embroidery of like silver. And in the center of that, you see a symbol you've seen before that Shara has on her shield and around her neck. It's the symbol of the Luxon. And as you approach, the guard kind of indicates to you and you see the drow look to you. Patch, is it? Uh, yeah, that's, that, that's me. Uh, I can help you. Uh, name's Darth Tasken Darth Mirim. Shara and Renosh indicated that you would be the person to point out some locations on a map. Are you comfortable doing that? You got coin? <laughs> and he kind of walks through. Uh, and he kind of looks and takes stride with you. Uh, we do have coin, but I didn't realize it was going to cost. If your services don't come without a uh, Price tag, that is perfectly fine. Uh, I'll give you, what, like 10 gold if you would like? Works for me. All right. And he'll guide you toward his office. <laughs> Holy and shit, that's the first time that's worked. And <laughs> he, as he presents a map, uh, the same map was actually kind of already laid out on his desk. Uh, your friends, uh, Shara, indicated, uh, sorry, Shara and Rhinosh indicated that you would be the one to point out to where that that attack on that carriage was. Could you indicate that on a map? And you see he pulls a small coffer and he begins to count out. Uh, he pulls out a platinum piece and then points out, point, uh, pulls out five gold pieces. But the coffer is has like a substantial amount of coin in it as he closes it and puts it back in his desk. Yeah, I can, I can do that. I, I used to do it kind of quite frequently in the fire, so I don't mind helping. All right, then. So you go about indicating on the map where about the carriage yeah. was located. And you can see now that the what they, Shara and the Rainash had noticed before about the territories, you see where the Ankeg territory is, is in the like further northwest area. There's about a for, it's about 40 or so miles away, like outside the normal bounds of the territory. It's about 40 or so miles outside of that. Hmm. Perfect. All right. Here's your coin, and I'll slide it over to you. Wonderful. Thank you. I just spent a lot of mine, so this is a right help. No services are free, apparently. Any. Ushers you out the door and closes it behind you. Um, Patch takes the coins and happily saunters back towards the group. All right. So going up to the third floor, uh, I'll say for this, there's probably a communal area. So y'all aren't just standing in the hallways. There's a small, like, you know, gathering area for this floor uh, with a small couple couches and sitting areas. Um, If y'all would like to sit out there, you're more than welcome to. Good. Yeah, but the group essentially has returned back all on the third floor. Howdy, y'all. 
Good hunting? Yeah. Um, a lot broken than I was, but uh, I bought some arrows that might help me in the future. So. I have found a place where I might sell items that I might find myself in possession of. So that is useful. And I got a cold of a couple of sundries that will aid me in my harvesting. I also know, for the strangest reason, I have this urge to become a churchgoer for a while. What? I need to visit the Temple of the Luxon as soon as possible. Our curses aside, there is something I need someone to destroy. All righty. Would you wanna uh, wanna elaborate at all, or are you just gonna leave it at that? Well. Uh... There's a certain item I am carrying that I took from a place we all visited beneath the ground. Ah, right, right. Yeah, that I'd rather not talk about too openly because apparently it's not something that... Uh, it's not... It's not something that implies the carrier has good citizenship standards. Yeah. Uh, what about y'all? What um, What do you get up to? He kind of looks to Shara and uh, Ranosh. Sorry, Shara's not there. She went up to oh. get her backpack. I'm assuming where 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 are we at right now? Because the third floor, sitting in, yeah, he was so there's. Yeah, I'd imagine that's for different types of when they have like a space like this. There would be seen it before, like in hotels. There's a common area for y'all to. Is there any way we can book a conference room at all? Um, uh, more like. <laughs> grabbed her her backpack. She she unpacked uh, her clothing, but yeah, so. Uh, particularly uh, some of it needs washed um but she's got the rest um we need to get balbara apparently her Where is sister, her sister is the goblin leader here in jagao and is a priestess so might be able to help Balbera directly. Really? I'm assuming that Merrick and Balbera are in Balbera's room? Or are they out there? Uh, I don't know where... I don't know where... Merrick, that, that would be your call. Uh, since I've already interjected within the conversation, okay. uh, Balbera is resting... It's with uh, a, a heated pad. Oh. <laughs> well, I appreciate that she wants to rest, but I think it's more urgent that we handle 
her issue as well as that for Estella and Zetch and yourself, Marek. I'm sure she's ready to go whenever we know where we're going. Uh, you you want to check on her or do you want me to? I will do so. All right. Uh, Zetch is going to go back to Bulbara's room. Okay. And Zetch is going to open the door and give Bulbara the uh, thousand yard stare. Is Bulbara awake? Yeah, as you open the door, you see her eyes like flutter open and she gives a weak smile and she sits herself up. I'm to talk to you to your sister. Can you walk? Uh, I haven't seen cars in years. Yes, I can get up. She slowly rises and stands on her own and takes a breath. You see the sweat kind of on her face. Zetch is going to firmly but gently push her back to a seated position Mm -hmm. on the bed. No, you cannot walk. Mirek! Coming! Okay. And on Mirek's coming back, Zetch is going to psychically connect with Bulbara. Okay. Can your sister seal it? Zetch, I need to roll I need you to roll me a D one hundred. As you psychically connect with Balbara. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this can only end well, guys. I'm... See that socket that says high voltage. You are. You, are get you, do have the, you do have the arachnophile curse, right? Yeah. yeah. Roll, roll with disadvantage, please. Oh, not disadvantage. No. Roll it twice. Okay. And tell me what your two results are. Uh, result number one, 87. Mm-hmm. Result number 275. Okay. You needed to roll above a 50. Oh. Um, you do make psychic connection with Barbara. Uh-huh. Oh. I almost psychically connected to the guy that almost killed me the other day. No. Who said that? I assume that that's how my, my dungeon master's brain works. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the the question would go through: Can your sister seal it? Maybe. Is it worth trying? Yes. Okay. And then Zetch will turn around, walk out, and on the way, she'll gently tell Mirik, Bobera is in no condition to walk on her own. Can you still carry her? Of course. A nod. Okay. So, the group is heading to the... As you... Well, you really, as you head out of the door, you are met uh, 
by Veldria and just Veldria. I assume that y'all would at some point be heading to the temple today, so I will be guiding you there. That's all right with you? That would be... Thank you, Valdria. Very helpful. Word has been sent to the temple and to the elder, so they should be meeting us there, so uh, be on our way. So we're going to see Balana, or...? Balana, yes, and the yeah. elder Kobukaz should be meeting us there as well. Excellent. All right. So the group, it's the temple is kind of back the main road that you took. And now that you're on the lookout for it, you could see over some buildings, you can see uh, another three story building that you imagine it's, it's almost as tall as the, the barracks um, a good bit away uh, about, you know, uh, it's closer to the, outer edge, uh, closer to the main thoroughfare, but kind of in the middle of some of the residential, you imagine, areas like quarters. It's it's a beautiful site. The walls of the temple seem to be made from semi-translucent glass that gives a soft glow as if giving off its own light. The building is also shaped like a dodecahedron, a clear dedication to the Luxon, the first radiance. And as you enter into a set of doors that have been opened, that are left open, that's where we'll take our break. So the group has arrived at the Temple of the Luxon, standing outside the set of double doors that are open to the interior, uh, the first floor, if you will. The As you enter into, assuming that y'all enter in, entering into the building, you see the first floor and second floor are kind of open um, with staircases on the outer edges lining the outside of the walls going up to the second floor, which is more of a more of a banister area to overlook the first floor. Um, so you would, you, I would say Shara, uh, Ranosh, so, yeah, Shara and Ranosh would have seen this style built in Rosanna where the clergy or whoever is leading the ceremonies would stand at the larger, the banister on the second floor and talk toward the larger group on the out, like on the first floor, um, when giving different kind of sermons or ceremonies or anything like that. Uh, the third floor, y'all would know, would be more reserved for neophytes and individuals living within the temple. But as you enter in, you see two individuals. You see a beautiful female drow in silver, silver-lined white robes, uh, a sharp contrast to her much darker, uh, slightly violet-hued skin. Her hair is... Uh, tied up into a tight uh, bun um, with a bit of a headpiece uh, that goes almost like a small um, tiara, if you will, that would like run across her head. Uh, and she is sitting down speaking to a, it's like looking at a double or a mirror image of Balbera, the ancient skin, 
of a female goblin, though Balbara is definitely younger uh, from what you can tell. And as the group enters in, you see both of their heads kind of turn on a swivel and the drow, she smiles and walks over as well as the goblin. Uh, Welcome to the Temple of the Luxon. Uh, It's a pleasure and a blessing to have two of the dins here. My name is Belana Zoled of Din Zoled. She nods and gives a small, almost bowing curtsy to Boshara and Ranaj. Priestess, it is a pleasure. This is, and she turns and you see the goblin. My name is Elder. Oh my god. Brain just blanked out. Elder Kolbukas. Kolbukas. I am the... I am the... uh, Leading... uh, Oh my god, why is my brain just... Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) I lead the clergy of the verdant moon. Jesus. Belana kind of Jesus? on the head. Okay. <laughs> Bel- Belana kind of. This guy keeps it. cropping up. It's an ancient, ancient goblin. Um, the verdant uh, what? Sorry. The verdant moon. Her, the attire that she wears are uh, robes as well, but they are green with silver trim and you see a the symbol of the moon weaver but um the inside of it it seems like a moon is cradling a growing tree from out of it that is the the symbol of the verdant moon mm. and you see the elder kobukas you have my you have my sister here, yes. Uh, yes, and and she'll yeah she'll sister. point to Mary, who's lovely, <laughs> Barbara. Eric's kind of turns <laughs> to the side, so is she kind of piggybacking her? Yeah, yeah, like the, the Asian like anime style that you always see. There's a little or, wet, or, little or, leg sticking it. <laughs> Like Luke Skywalker and Yoda would be probably a closer equivalent to it. Yeah. Put me in your backpack, you fuck. You see, as the elder looks to her with a soft, warm smile, Barbara kind of gently pats you, Myrick, and climbs off. And you see they go for an embrace and they hug each other. Um, you look that like, kinda like a you look good, like shit. good horsey. When she played her. Yeah, uh, <laughs> more like a let me down. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. Kolbu, Elder Kolbu Kaz goes, Sister, you look like shit. Kaz, I don't want to hear it. Can we really need to get this fixed. Um, and Belana looks. Uh, we have a chamber for certain rites and ceremonies that we perform here, so... You're all welcome to join in if you would like. 
I know there are a few of you that need special attention. I can sense the corruption already. She, oh, that's her eye, yeah, her eyes flicker to the three who are first. Um, Zetch smells themselves real quick. It isn't. It's less of a smell and more of a taste. It smells. It tastes of uh, blood and acid, or like an acrid taste. Follow me. It's. It'll be relatively simple. We can hope. And she begins to lead the group toward a side door, um, light chamber, if you will. Should we, uh, in Bulbana's case, should we be standing by in case of another emergence? Absolutely. Yes. I am strong, but it would be nice to have. And you see the elder Kolbukaz has taken Balbara like under the arms, like around the back under the arms, and is kind of guiding her sister um, toward the room. Um, and you can hear them, the two of them are talking low in goblinoid or goblin to each other, those who understand goblin. They are essentially whispering, like catching up, if you will, just two old sisters kind of catching up for you don't know how many years. Uh, so they just gently walk following close behind the group. Um, Balana enters into a chamber and you see there are, on each corners of this room, there are glowing silver runes. And the top of the dome and the, or the top of the wall, I'm sorry, or the ceiling, Jesus. The ceiling and uh, is gives this faint shimmering to it. All right. So I have procured the Items for this right. I pull up the spell. I don't think there's a whole lot to it, actually. If that's what I think. Yeah. Eric, uh, subtly takes her fingertips. Yeah, no, there's only book on somatic. This curse. Those of you who have been afflicted, please step forward. Barbara will handle you momentarily. That will step forward with the others. I'm assuming Estella would step forward. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll have to you'll have to accompany her because she's stuck to your waist. <laughs> no, Estella breaks away and steps forward timidly. And uh, who wishes to be the first? Get this out of me, please. Is that just hustling forward? Of course. You see, she presents what a, her hands which you haven't seen um they've been tucked into her sleeves and she pulls her hands free or out and you see wrapped around her hands is uh prayer beads uh different uh small dodecahedrons of where the beads would be but in the center is a large like uh, medallion if you will but a very similar make to shara's new um, amulet, the the pendant. She kind of holds the emblem as she begins to chant, uh, speaking, and you watch as her hands make a motion. Uh, there's a soft glow that takes the tips of her fingers as she traces 
a the symbol of a dodecahedron, a deluxon, on your forehead, uh, Zetch, and as she does, she presses the center of it, and it's it's a it's an odd sensation to feel, as it feels like she presses your very essence out of your body. Um, it's the motion of being your body staying in one place and you having an out of body experience as like some of your essence is pushed away. But as she does this, you feel that creepy tingling sensation on the back of your neck begin kind of burns away, vanishes. Um, and you, you come to, And Zetch is going to stare up uh, and I will do you a service to repay this one day. She smiles and gives a nod. And Zetch is going to back away and go off to the side and kind of go into deep introspection as Zetch uh, resets their maximum HP back to oh yeah you were, you were 20 <laughs> you were double cursed so yeah you no longer yeah. have either affliction um the next step she does the same to Estella and there's a breath of relief from Estella as Estella steps back standing uh kind of sort of uh standing side by side by Yushara Myrick she steps up to you and she pushes some of the hair uh, that that braid that kind of goes over the scar, and she pushes a little bit of this the hair away, and you could feel her gentle touch along the edges of the scar. She has a flinch, and see she gently takes your like lifts your chin a bit and looks into your eyes. She gently turns or attempts to turn your 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 head and angle it up the where the cowl collar goes. You could see she's trying to get a better look beneath the cowl. Yeah, Myrick takes removes all that stuff, uh probably revealing the ear cuff uh in that process. So you, oh, you, you removed the shawl completely. All right. She, yeah, she, she's obviously trying to get a look at her. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I magic won't undo me. Will it undo you? I don't believe so. You're. I've never experienced this. She kind of gently guides your chin to face her and she looks you straight into the eyes. There's divine in you. I can sense that. These scars. She pulls away and she begins to trace the symbol on your forehead and she presses 
her finger to your head and you feel the release of the ear cuff, the pain as it falls to the ground, ding, 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 clatters. And the tingling sensation in the back of your mind, the base of your neck, the crawling feeling dissipates. She gently steps down. Yeah, she gently steps down or uh, crouches and picks up the ear cuff. Hmm. Is this yours? Uh, I found it. Feels like I hear better when it's on. Not quite sure why. It also, you know, really itchy kind of bit into me she kind of looks and she can see that where the the fang marks essentially two marks but in your ear uh there's a little bit of blood dripping from it uh she gently takes her hand and she wipes like she rubs her hand along your the fur of your ear and she casts cure wounds as first level just to seal that back up all right <clears throat> I have a few more castings of this, but it seems like Bobar, you are the final one. I know there are things about you. Your sister was informing me what you hold inside of you. That's why she is here to ensure. Nothing breaks more than it already is broken. We will work together to fix you. She sighs. Ranosh has conspicuously got his short boy at this point. <laughs> um, you see, she not in a she... not in a pointing at anybody manner, but it's there. It's drawn. Okay. She uh, kind of kneels. She gets to her knees and she indicates Fobara to lay down. And you see the elder Kobokaz does as well on the other side, kind of where they're flanking on each side of Balbara. She lays there and she gently lifts up her the her shirt to reveal the her stomach, her torso, uh, with the wounds that are still... Now that you see, they are the edges are darker in color, almost as if they're inflamed a bit. The wounds haven't fully healed either, um, even with some magic that has been cast on them. All right. Kobukaz, you do what you need to, and I'll handle from my side. And there's a nod as Kobukaz begins to mutter some incantations under her breath and you see her hands begin to move over each of the various where the what appeared like tattoos were but now the scars or the open wounds begin to heal the center one still prominent and blaring as you see Balana begin to mutter her own incantations and the soft glow of a familiar light, similar to Shara's weapon that was glowing, begins to emanate from her hands. And she is holding it, her hands essentially over 
Barbara's face and shedding light over the center of her stomach. And there's a moment where you see distortion of the rune, the symbol in the middle, as if it's shifting. And you watch as the elder's hands go into a rigid motion as if she's holding something and keeping it held the her her fingers and her hands begin to glow with a soft verdant green color and after about a minute of this chanting you see the sweat is built and the wounds begin to seal themselves but new symbols begin to replace it more intricate more defined uh and both of them almost simultaneously <gasps> drop. They're casting the fade. The lights dim a bit. Belina kind of leans a bit to her side as you see the sweat has, she is sweating along her brow. The elder as well kind of collapses to her, like back onto her legs, onto her feet. Char is going to support um, the priestess. Of she, uh, she goes to stand, help like using you as support to stand up. It is done. It is right. I am fine. I am. It's new. I haven't ever had to do that before. I've never had to keep something in. I've always preferred of. Removing it completely, but this is not something that can be done without her death. And she looks to Barbara. Kobukaz is kind of rubbing her face. Barbara is clearly unconscious, um, has fallen to sleep. <sighs> All this has taken a lot out of me. But I am glad that I was able to help each of you. We will keep Barbara within this room. Uh, I will keep an eye on her as well. Uh, Zetch is going to stand and bow again. You have driven great evils from us, but there is another evil that I must turn to your temple and your worshippers for help with. She take, gently takes a, a wipes her brow and nods. Well, uh, since we're here, Such will pull out the candle. You feel the room immediately kind of grow a bit colder. And you see her eyes kind of narrow a bit. She looks to you and the others. I could not leave it where we found it, in case another like the one who had lit it found it and tried to use it again. Okay. An object like that possesses great strength and power. It is not something I can handle today, but it is something we can ensure... Uh, sewed away and kept safe. Yes, please. 
she steps out to the door once again and opens it. Um, and she steps out for just a moment before returning back with a uh, returning back to the group. I have a neophyte grabbing a, a box to keep that in. You could set it on the ground and leave it there for now. It is dropped immediately. Okay. Priestess, um, we greatly thank you for your assistance in cleansing um, our companions. I do not believe this is uh, without cost, though. Is there a donation that we can make? Donations are appreciated, appreciated, but I would very much like to see you, Shara and Ranosh, and any others who care to join, but specifically you two, within at least one of my sermons during the festival. Of course. I would also share that I have taken my oath and I am on the path to be a seeker for the Luxon. See, she smiles and she takes a gentle hand and lifts it to your cheek. I could see the light. It was not just bouncing from me and coming from me. I could feel it coming from you. It is not missed. You are seen. And I'm glad you are taking this role. She drops her hand. Shara nods um, in reverence um, and respect. Uh, you will definitely see me here more than once. She smiles. All right. We'll leave Barbara here. Kubukaz, are you good? And you see, she doesn't say anything, but she wordlessly nods as she tends to her sister. When Barbara is feeling back to her normal self, uh, you will be the first to know. And she guides the group. She essentially steps forward. As she opens the door, you see a neophyte walks in with a... Uh, like a, almost a equivalent to like a like a footlocker, obviously made of lead uh, box. The customs box, yeah, <laughs> a holding box, and goes in. And you can see as they gather up the material, going taking extra precaution not to touch the actual candle, and sets it into the box, closes it, and locks it. Um, and as she guides the group out of the room back into the main area of the temple. You have accomplished a great task from my understanding, from what Zerth 
communicated in finding a place so corrupt, purging it and coming out with a few afflictions. I'm sure it wasn't ideal, but... We got lucky, and that was only the front door. Yes. I don't, I don't know if... I don't know we have purged the place. We've at least removed those we found who were, again, using the facility. They were trying to uncover something when we got there, and I'm sure there may not have been yeah we need to we need to speak to your cousin i think i i will be passing uh a report uh today to be sent immediately to the sky sybil with all the information from there and recommendations but that place cannot just be left to be potentially found and used by those individuals, those types of individuals. It poses a danger. So keep an eye out. I I just feel it's entirely too close to you here. It is, but death is strong in his conviction and is capable and has capable people and uh, a blending of the Luxon as well as the Verdant Moon here, the clergy of the Verdant Moon, provides plenty of divine protections to the people of Jigao. And there, I will keep my eyes alert. Are there any temples to the Stormlord here? No, no. I take it it was his protection. Or when we encountered this place, there was lightning uh, protecting the entrance. Seems like. His making, yes. Not strong enough, though. We we were able to bypass it relatively unscathed. And I'm guessing those people that were already in there, did they bypass it or did they get to it another way? We don't know, but it wasn't difficult for us to bypass it. It is... Well, it was kind of difficult. Uh, It's a predictable interval of strikes. So if you time it, you can bypass it. They're not stupid. And with them being no longer of this plane, shifting and fixing things that they've already set in motion is nearly impossible. I think it's residual 
from what you've seen. It's something that was set in motion and carries and will continue to carry until his power completely fades, if ever. Which is why I feel that the place needs to be more thoroughly collapsed. You send word to the you send word back to Rosanna and I'm sure I will. They will be taken care of. Until then, your all of you are more than welcome to come back and visit the temple, share words with me and my clergy. You can Let's also see. What hours? What uh, times? And the fortunate thing of being uh, an elf is that <laughs> there's a brief window of time that uh, we need for our rest. Um, typically, we leave the doors open all day, every day. My neophytes sleep in shifts, but I am here for 16 hours. And then there's a small four-hour period from midnight to the early morning is when I prefer to find time for myself. She smiles. I'd imagine it'd be quite difficult to tell the difference between somebody that was trancing and somebody that was praying. (laughs) That is a very valid point. But if you are not of the Luxon. You prefer our worship of the deities. There are shrines for the Wild Mother and the Moonweaver throughout the town as well. Those are the two of which this city was built upon. The moon shapes the waves as the Wild Mother shapes the very natural world. What Shara was trying to uh, get was what time are the sermons? <laughs> so she knows when to be at the temple. Oh, she, yeah, they don't, she doesn't, she was, the sermons will be more specific to the festival. She okay. she does more sermons to the festival, but there are, um, she does less, so she probably does more private um, or small groups sermons. So if people were to come in, if you were to come in and want to have a prayer or any kind of uh, personal sermon, she'll do those. But she's going to do more okay. bigger presentations, yeah, for the festival. Okay. No problem. Guided worship. All right, well, I need to get back and write this report for the Sky Civil. I would like it to so go. you already today. had it. You've been scribbling no. all the way here. Well, that... Yeah, you have. That's, that's getting an outline ready for the, the final. <laughs> oh, yes, God. Yes. So, yeah, she's, she she needs to go back and spend a couple hours. Yeah. Shara pulls out around. eight heavy tomes. <laughs> well, she's not only writing a letter to... She's also writing a letter to her wife, so... As the group proceeds to leave, uh, Myrick, um, the priestess, grabs your, gently touches your shoulder 
she jumps. Do you mind staying back for a moment? No, no, that, that's okay. She'll be... Excuse me. She'll be along the way soon. I just... I'd like to have a private word with her. Of course. Zetch will nod briefly to Merrick and allow them to have a private word as long as Zetch stays within line of sight. Yeah, you, you can see Myrick's eyes just like lingering on you like, don't leave me too alone. <laughs> I, I will wait. I'll wait for you. And Zetch will move off but remain within line of sight. The others making their way. Are the others leaving? Or are they kind of doing what Zetch is doing? I'm heading out. I'm okay. going to get back to the barrack. I've got a lot of writing to do, so Shara's going to be pretty much unavailable for a couple hours at least. Yeah, uh, Patch is heading back. Okay. Uh, ditto, Rana. Uh, All right. All right. So as the three of you head, make your way back to the barracks, uh, Balana kind of guides you, uh, indicates a bench. Uh, Can I have a seat? You seem you seem nervous. You seem scared. Powers beyond my understanding make me nervous. From what I can tell, looking into your eyes, there's something keeping you where you are, how you are. I don't really don't really know. There was... How long have you been this way? Oh. Uh... More than a few seasons. And your soul still... wavers between lines. Hmm. If you need guidance or help to understand, I can attempt to assist you. If the Luxon is not where you prefer to look out to, I would recommend reaching out to Kobukaz, she is more attuned to the divine by way of the two goddesses. Do, do you think it's possible to be more normal again? She, another gentle, warm smile crosses her face as she lifts her hand and gently cups 
the side of your face. There is nothing not normal about you. I've seen this before. I didn't want your companions to know this, but I didn't feel it was my place to disclose this. I will give you the truth because I feel you deserve it. The person who bore these same spiritual scars did not last long in the world. They felt themselves as though they needed to prove that the weight of whatever lingered within them outweighed the fact that a part of them was missing. Be kind to yourself. What is broken doesn't have to remain as such. See, she's like trying to process all that, but it's like a little high level <laughs> and a little much. Look, enjoy your time at the festival. There are many characters that exist within this world. Don't feel that you have to be embarrassed or that you have to hide who you are now. That's who you are. She stands, offers her hand up to you, or to you. Is is there reason for my sister to worry about current condition? She stresses because I don't need to to eat and, and sleep like she does. I think it is right to worry because it's uncertain of what has befallen you. But you're here. You have a flicker of a flame of a soul within you and it's there, it lingers. I can see it. I think you'll be fine. Just, I think you'll find a way to fix it or unbreak what is broken. Now come, that's enough of this. I just wanted you to know that you have a place here within the the temple. She again offers her hands out to you. Yeah, she'll take it in, stand this time. Yeah, she'll help you stand help quote unquote <laughs> and she looks over your shoulder or looks over her shoulder toward the door where Zetch is 
waiting. You have a good sister there. She gives you a she gives you a smile, and you see a look on her like in her eyes. I know what you meant, but I also meant what I said. She, unless you would like to talk more, it was wonderful to meet you. Thank you. I I might be back later. And she kind of steps out to let you move around, and she watches you leave. She'll join Zetch, kind of nod at them, and thanks for waiting. The security blanket that Zetch is. <laughs> All right. Do the two of you return back to the barracks? Yeah. Okay. It's still, at this point, it's probably just hitting noon. <laughs> probably just getting around lunchtime. Y'all got here really early and got started on a lot of things quite quickly. Um, so, yeah, it's probably just hitting lunch, which y'all, those of you within, would be brought up um, food, uh, prepared plates of various types of fish, and small salads served fish served with rice with small little salads. And essentially it's less of a individual servings and it would be more of like a communal buffet style, but enough food to be ample enough for the lot of you. Shara is missing out on Mm -hmm. lunch. She's gone straight up to start writing. I'll take you some food up. I'll take some fish up because we don't get an awful lot of it. Mm. Yeah, fish would be pretty rare in Rosanna. They don't keep well. I'm trying to bring them in. We need some of those chest and preserving. <laughs> like, like Carriage size. Yeah. What's a a chest of preserving? I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) You'll find out when Zed starts using it every time you guys kill anything. Um, It is not not like a handy haversack of preserving like we used to have. This is actually a chest, so you have to be able to fit these things into a chest. (laughs) Zed's trying to... Tetris, an entire yeah. <laughs> dragon's worth of organs into the chest of preserving at some point. It'll fit. I'll make it fit. And you're sitting stomping on it. Um, <laughs> I, I can show you some. That's what my work is for. <laughs> crunch, crunch, press. I can show you some packing <laughs> techniques if you need. I have never been more happy to take a magic item off of my character sheet. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, oh. Myrick, you can keep the ear cuff if you want. You could just unattune to it if you would like. Oh, okay. Well, it looks like the attunement, like the perception advantage only works if I'm attuned to it. Right, but she removed 
the curse mm-hmm. from you. So all curses yeah. were removed, even the cursed item. So you were so she you're unattuned she, from it. You're gonna go have to go back, back daily. On, would it? Is the curse removed, but she can still have the... No. If you put it back on, it's still a cursed item. The curse is not removed from the item. It removed the curse from you to remove the item. Oh, wait, that's right. You're still attuned to it, technically. uh, Right, but the the effects will not work unless it's on your ear. So, like, it has to be attached, but you're technically still attuned to it. It becomes more cursed when it's on your body. Yeah, because it doesn't break attunement, it just allows you to remove the item. That's what that's where with cursed items you can't unattune to them because you can't remove them from your person. Okay. Yeah, yeah she she'll let that attunement drop because also it hurts your eyes in the daylight hours. It does. Yeah. All right. She's not particularly relying on because of her other vision. So, the group has a day and a half before the opening ceremonies of the Festival of Merit start. So, for brevity's sake, is there anything during these day and a half that the group would like to do? Shara, you're going to be sending your report and your letters to Rosanna, which I have that down. So, that's good to go. Um, So, that could definitely happen within the day. Uh, the remaining of the 12th. But is there anything else specific that the group would like to do or attempt to do during this time? I'd like to form a cohort uh, and enter into the uh, music festival. Shom players, uh, when they get together, it's called a cohort. Mm -hmm. You're attempting to create a cohort um, with I'm going to form a band <laughs> you know what I want you're going to do that sure do some carousing then yep. uh, we'll we'll go ahead and pull this I like this this is fun so for downtime I have it we'll go ahead and do the carousing um, so a character can attempt to carouse so this will be there's, there's. I'm going to end up face down in a fucking gutter somewhere, aren't I? So uh, no, a lot of the, a lot of the establishments that you ask around for, for you for asking around. There's a tavern. Yeah, there's a tavern, a main tavern that is like the hub of where everyone goes. It's built on the back of a compagi. It's referred to as the. Minutes. Oh God. What's it called? God, what? Yeah, like, oh, that's because I'm looking at my wrong notes section. It is referred to as the Broken Tusk. Oh, boy. It is a tavern slash inn, but the inn is fully occupied. But the tavern area is pretty interesting as there's an interior of the tavern, but a lot of people, there's a lot of outside city area. And that's where it's almost like a, like a, a beer like a beer garden bar. Yeah, there you go. It's very much like that. So you would get your booze, whatever it is. You could say inside if you would like, but the the action, the fun stuff is happening outside of it. And that is the only 
other tavern that or that's the only tavern that you hear about. It is they have a lock on that right now. Uh, yeah. That's the only other one that you can you can gather. So you can definitely do some carousing there. Are you looking for a particular group of uh, this like festival, comics, if you will? Sorry, is this festival is is there like competitions going on? I guess. Yeah, but the festival the, hasn't uh, started yet. The yeah. festival is in I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm prepping for it. Okay. So, yeah, there are a variety of different games that are, are uh, what are referred to as tests. Um, there is a pie-eating contest that actually happens on the grounds of the Broken Tusk. There is something called Bullseye Bonanza, which is a test your skill with a bow, and bow is in parentheses. Uh, a a call to arms, which is a arm wrestling competition with members of the Aurora Watch. There is a competition referred to, or a test referred to, as the the calming of the Kimpaji, with calming spelled with a K. Um, that is testing your gall against the young the Kimpaji younglings. There is so a, what, see if you can punch out a Kimpaji. Uh, well, with the word calming, it's less so probably you would imagine a punching. It's more like corralling them from one place to another. Oh, boy. Uh, there's another one called Rhyme and Riddles, which is a test of your wit against the, uh, against the elders. Um, there is one that is referred to as the Wet Walk Paddywhack, which is a... Test your harvesting skills. There is a competition referred to, or a test referred to as the Eiffel and Plunge, which is a swimming competition. And then the final one is the Crowning of the Champions of Merit, which is a mix of a swimming competition plus a retrieval competition. But the specifics of what you have to retrieve and what you're swimming, no one knows. Those are keep secrets kept by the elders. Oh, God. So it's a triathlon treasure hunt. Essentially, yeah. You can you can make that guess if you like. Damn, I haven't brought my cycle either. Well. No battle of the bands, though. Um, no, there's no battle of the bands, but you, I would say you would get the... Oh, fuck it. I'll just start a band anyway. Yeah, you get the feel yeah. that they're going to be, the whole city is going to be, it's already kind of ramping up to it, but the whole city gets prepped for this. There is a bunch of food carts. There are a bunch of like trinkets, like people have made homemade items. It's very much like an art walk, uh, plus like a, like a music fest, plus a like competition. It's like a mix of everything. And it's seven days long, but Ooh. the events, which are the ones that I've listed, start on the fifth day. Okay. So those all happen on the fifth day. So a lot of people get prepped up. They enjoy the festival, and then people get ready for the big stuff. I'd um, like to visit Maestro Grinz's Emporium at some point as well. Yeah, Zetch I have would, a plan. Make, we could say Zetch would make good on their promise to Maestro Grinz and inform everyone about what he has. Okay. Uh, on to go. Oh yeah, I went there. Um, that's where I got my bolts. <laughs> Wonderful. 
You guys have been so, doing circles around each other. <laughs> I know, but so, <laughs> just to clear it up. So, did you try? You tracked them, like didn't to... you? You tracked <laughs> Sitch. Would <laughs> Would anybody like to join Ranosh going to the Emporium? Shara, I'll say this could be some time that you're not writing your report. So this is like after your report's been done, so you don't miss out potentially on anything. Um. Yeah, I guess. Come on, Shara. Your cousin said enjoy the festival, so come on. You know what I'd really like? Is to see if they have a bathhouse here in the city. (laughs) They've got the Eiffel and River, if that's any use. Speaking of, (laughs) there, as you ask around, there is a, uh, a communal bathing area that is part of the Eiffel and it's built kind of like on a dock but it's kind of partially into the Eiffel and River um, and it is it is like a bathhouse except the bath is built into the, the it's like pulled from the river water and heated and used that way and it's a pretty beautiful view of uh, there's a large window that outlooks the Eiffelin River and then the the land of Jorhas to the east of the Eiffelin River. That's where I want to go. Okay. I feel so grimy and grungy. It's a high pressure colonic. And I'll say you'll learn that they do offer cleaning, like clothes and armor, polishing and cleanings as well. Oh yes, please. If she knows about that before uh, they leave the barracks, she would put her clothes that are dirty back in her backpack and take them along, see if she can get all that done. Yeah, I'll say y'all during, as y'all returned back from the temple for for y'all, Dearth would have given y'all kind of a rundown of things that are offered within the city that y'all can find. Um kind of stepping away from his duties to give you all pretty much a rundown of what's hap- what's going to happen. So that's a rundown of Rainosh for your different events that could happen, as well as points of interest within the, the city that you would like, if you would like to visit. Um, so yeah, you're more than welcome to uh, go to the, um, the bathhouse. Oddly enough, the bathhouse is also named the Eiffel and Plunge, and you get the sense that this bathhouse probably sponsors that event. Mm. Well, that's I'll, where she wants to go. I don't know if right. anybody else wants to go, but that's where I want a fucking bath. I would imagine Estella would want to. Sure, yeah. I would say Estella will join you for the for this. Such does not bathe in public. Uh, that doesn't seem Such, like such does not bathe. Zetch is actually very hygienic, but Zetch does not bathe in pub. I noticed that with the teeth cleaners. I think that was more of a necessity thing, though. Yeah, I I try not to belabor the point too much, but it is quite literally uh, after every single meal, immediately upon waking up, and immediately before going to sleep, Zetch has their one of those understood. Yeah, it's one of those understood uh, happenings. All right, oh so Shara and Estella go, I'll say, break off to the, the bathhouse. 
um, to get yep. themselves That's prepped and clean, yeah. feeling better. Um, Ranosh and who else? Who's joining Ranosh to go to? Eric is shopping. Yeah. Okay. I'll say y'all can all pretty much meander out to go shopping if you would like, you know, if y'all want to go as a group opposed to and break off if you want. But yeah, it's probably seeing the town together. It's up to y'all. Yeah, Zetch is going to look for at Grizz's, at the temples, everywhere that where it is possible that Zetch might find books. Myrick okay. is looking for a uh, herbalism kit. Okay, so kind of give you all a rundown. If you would like to buy an herbalism kit, Myrick, let me find my notes here. You will be pointed to an area referred to as the Wet Walks. It is a tranquil scene of huts and shacks ingeniously constructed on stilts perched above the low wetland patches. This is where the rice would be farmed and such. Here, the residents have cultivated lush grains in the patties, thriving amid the gentle rustling of reeds. Um, you would come upon what is referred to as the muddy plot, and you would be greeted by to a family of goblins, a you sense the matriarch and patriarch, Alta and Higgs, Alta being the female, Higgs being the male, and they have an abundant amount of children. They have well over six kids that you see immediately of various ages. Um, and you can be sold an herbalism kit for whatever it is in the player's book. I think it's 25 Five gold. gold. Five gold. It's for the cheap ones. Yeah. Five gold. Hey. Thank you. So. Mark does that. Uh, Zetch, you're looking for books. I want you to roll me. Uh, this is going to kind of work. Uh, roll me a just a general charisma check. <clears throat> Got it. Oh my god, dirty twenty. Dirty twenty. Okay. This is going to. This was depending on how quickly you can find some. Uh, what exactly? What kind of books are you looking for? Zetch is looking for a language that they have not seen written down, but knows what the words look like. Zetch is looking for anything that might be written in the deep speech. In deep speech. Okay. Um, you... Are you being public about this? Like, how public are you being? Are you being like, I need a book that's written like in these font, essentially? Uh, Zetch would be. Because I will say, yeah, you can find places with books. One would be the Emporium. It was a good call. And the other would be the Temple. but is it more so Jet is just like, can I see your books? And you're just flipping through and... Yeah, in okay. fact, I would say Zetch would be very hesitant to share this with anyone. But Zetch would be like, can I see some books? I'm searching for a specific kind of language that I've seen written down, but I'm just trying to identify what it might be. And okay. so 
otter languages or with your dirty 20 while you're in the emporium with ranash you would have been directed to uh it's a small library of sorts it's just essentially three bookshelves that have various types of books and tomes most of them bore you uh most of them are regarding uh different types of farming uh habits uh different types of there are some that refer to different types of flora and fauna that can be found within this area of Jorhas. Uh, there's some regarding just just seems like books written by people so it's like you know fiction or what have you you do find a book that is kind of tucked away it's smaller than the others it almost it, it looks more like a personal journal or like a per, like a handheld book if you will someone would keep like in their coat pocket uh it's this dark black leather and as you begin flipping through it's someone's writings it's at first you get you like lose hope because it's kind of like you know at this point it's tedious but as you flip through you do see there are which you can read the words, but there are deviations to common, the common that's already in there. It's different words that you can recognize as deep speech. The book refers to a... It's written by an individual. You don't know who the name is, but they are. they have been traveling through most areas in Wildmount looking for sites with residual foreign activity. At the beginning, you're kind of reading through and you're, it's, it's like, you know, it's coming up short, pointing out different areas potentially within Wildmount. But you get to a part where the this deep speech language is indicating through and it refers to a place close to Bazazan within the mountains that there is or at one point there was an opening a tear, a rift. And it was opened by someone for the sake of allowing them to, whatever this creature, this entity, this beyond, to see into the world. It refers to it as the borrower of eyes. Mm. Mm. Uh, don't suppose it has a convenient price tag on it. It does not. Zetch is going to go up to Grizz with the book in hand. Mm-hmm. I 
I've never quite seen leather like this before. Um, could I buy this book? Sure. I'm, the books here are for, definitely for sale. We can do that for you. Um, may I see it? And he holds his hand out. Zetch oh. hands it over completely casually. Right, he opens it and he flips through the first couple of pages. Oh, yes. Um, can't decipher any of those words on there and tosses it to the onto the counter. You're more than welcome to. Good luck trying to understand those. Uh, I feel bad. It's I really was very interested in it due to the letter. But I'll sure. Uh For you, you uh, Silver, I'll be... That will gladly hand him a gold and say, I don't want you to lose out. If I do find something is valuable about this letter or something, I would feel bad if I paid less. You've been so good to us. He smiles. You do me justice, and he tosses the coin um, into, or grabs it and puts it down into a coffer. And the book goes inside Zetch's vest, close to their heart, as they scuttle away in goblin panic. All right. Uh, as Zetch was doing this, Ranash, you were in the Emporium as well. Yeah, um, I was distancing myself somewhat from that. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, I'll say I would, uh, a look around a more uh, thorough look around. Um, yeah, there are again the potions and such, various types of potions. Um, but there are a few items that catch your attention: the Everclean Chamber Pot, the Living Broom and Dustpan, a what is referred to as a it's a placard, but it's the shelves are emptied called Any Broth Cauldron. There are uh, six. Uh, Stone spheres, and they're referred to as cleansing stones. There is uh -huh. another chest to preserving. And there are three upright dolls. One resembles a burly orc, one resembles a gleaming goblin, and one resembles a grumpy orc. Um, and they're referred to as the talking dolls. Goodness. Oh, that's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> One got its hand over its eyes, one's got its hands over its ears, and another one's got its hands over its mouth. The burly orc has sturdy muscular a sturdy muscular door equipped with its own tiny fearsome looking battle axe. <laughs> uh, the goblin, the gleaming goblin, has shimmering iridescent yellow complexion with sparkling almost glittery clothes. And the grumpy orc is a gruffling orc doll with a furrowed brow and tufts of hair sticking out the ears and nose. Nah, I gave up playing with dolls when I was 150, so <laughs> put that behind me now. Those are the those are the main <laughs> magic items that you see, and he's also you see now has a collection of um, bolts that are out, and he has some parchment that he has uh, some formulas that he was working on. Um, bolts, as in crossbow bolts. Crossbow bolts, five to be exact. Oh, I'm oh. sorry. Oh, I'll buy those. <laughs> he lets you know that they are commissioned for uh, another. No, I wouldn't do that. Patron. <laughs> uh, I would say, uh, greetings, Maestro. I've heard much of your uh, beneficial dealings with some of my partners. 
Oh, um, the small little, the oh, small, that's unkind of me. The goblin there and, and the person who... The, the small oh, one and the big yes. one. <laughs> right, the one that came in and commissioned the, the bolts here. Yes, I thought uh, I thought he might have that. Um, I'm looking at you? putting together uh, a group of sorts. Oh, um, you're trading out your old for the new? No, um, I was wondering if you had anything that would amplify uh, in volume our uh, our playing. Hmm. You know, I I don't have anything of that nature, but I could definitely do something akin to that if you would like. I was wondering if you would maybe part exchange it for uh, publicity. Uh, my my thought is that uh, if we can land. A headlining gig in the Broken Tusk Tavern, and we could say, sound system provided by Maestro Gritz's Emporium for all your needs in uh, um, Jigao. You know, thinking of it as borrowing it, I wouldn't be commissioning it. So, How about uh, this? Mm-hmm. I have an idea. You. Come to me with your group that you have. Work in progress. Right. You perform for me. Mm -hmm. You impress me. I... This is where it all comes crashing down. (laughs) I put forth the effort to come up with an enchantment for your particular instruments, free of charge, you give credit to how amazing your instrument sounds and how great your band sounds to me. If I turn more of a profit during this festival, at the end of it, I'll cut you a, I'll cut you a percentage. On, you, can keep the tips, you can keep the tips that you receive, obviously, from your performances. But on top of that, if I get more of a flow of customers into my shop, uh, whether it be buying items here or uh, inquiring about enchantments. Precisely what I had in mind. Uh, a mutual beneficial agreement. Perfect. And he flicks his wrist as he does. You see a scrolled up parchment uh, in his hands and he flicks it out and it unravels. Um, and you see the words essentially a contract be written uh, just onto the paper. No pen is being is writing it, but you see essentially a contract. Uh, you can put your group's name here once you have it, and we'll have each of your members sign it, and this will be our uh, uh, binding, if you will. Keep us true to our words, and he holds out a hand. I put my hand out and shake it. He gives a firm shake. Sounds like we're going to get a group together. I am excited to see what you do. So the fuck am I? <laughs> Anything oh, else I can help you with? Uh, no, uh, it's uh, a fascinating shop. Very functional. 
well, you know. Uh, I figured how... it was a place to start up. Oh, is this a new start for you then? Oh, yes, brand new. Well, I say brand new. It's new-ish. Is this your first endeavor, or...? It is, yes. I was... Um, Rosanna, for a bit, I was doing simple enchantments, but I got bored. Uh, you know, everybody asking for the same things. Uh, minor fixes, mendings, it was very tedious. So uh, so you broke the shackles and headed out. You know, Asarius is, you know, Asarius. But uh, Jigal felt like an up-and-coming, and here I am. I took my savings, I built this establishment. I put a lot of arcane energies into this place, and well, here we are. It certainly seems to be paying off so far, so more power to you. Um, I appreciate that. Are there any broth cauldron? How much? Yes. Is, how much is that running? Your your friend, your compatriot from before, the goblin, um, actually procured the last one that I had available now. But I am restocking some for uh, tourists that are coming through. I am going to be working. I have some in the back for my stock, but I am working diligently to bump up the amount uh, of each of them that I had, you know. Um, they run about 15 gold pieces. Um, uh, is that the cauldron? Because I thought Sage got the... Uh, the chest of preserving was 35. Hmm. The cauldron yeah, was 50. Sage ended up getting both. Oh, yeah. okay. I missed, sorry, I missed that. Um, well, there's no, there's no point in getting two, is there? The ever clean. Hey, you don't need two different soups. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, decide that you would like some or one of the others. Um, well, if you have none in stock at the moment, um, I may consider it later on. But obviously, I've got to get a band together. So, yes, you have a. The festival starts in uh, a day, so mm. I can't wait to hear it. She'll schedule for you to be here uh, when the street lights come on. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I'll have to head off to the Broken Tusk now and see what uh, I can dig up. Okay. So you head off to the Broken Tusk. I do. For revisiting uh, Patch and Myrick, what are y'all doing? Um, I don't know. Uh, Patch would kind of just wander around and uh, he's Specifically, just looking for opportunities to make points. <laughs> um, yeah, anything that kind of catches his eye. So, uh, manual labor-ish? Or... Yeah, that sort of thing, yeah. Okay. So, this will be interesting. Um, you can do, I'll let you do a... I'll let you do a carousing, but it's going to work a little differently. Um, it's more so uh, kind of finding places that are going to be, that you feel are going to put your use, put yourself to good use. Um, so you can roll me a, I'll say you can either do a perception check 
or a no, that'll be a perception check for for this. Alrighty. Uh, that is uh, twenty-five. Okay. And is Patch willing to pretty much do whatever comes his way, whatever brings? Yeah, his he's got uh, he's got actually he's got a powerful build from being a bugbear. So right. Okay. So for this. You can you find a lot of people are getting set up. So in the town green, um, in the center there, right across the way, they're looking. There's there's a lot of people, uh, stronger folk as you can see, who are helping prep, getting large pillars and actually setting up stages and such like that. Um, you can spend. How long are you looking to spend there? A day, a half day. Um. He'll spend, like, he has nothing else to do, so unless the group grabs him, he'll spend as long as he can. Okay, um, so I'll consider you a skilled worker. Um, well, what are you, what tools are you proficient in? I am proficient in, just give me a moment here. Mm. Uh, what did you do? <laughs> I'm proficient in a cha- a chest, harvesting, and these tools. <laughs> Wait, you're proficient in a chest? Yeah, dragon chess. Oh, dragon chess. Oh, chess. Um, all right. So you can you'll be considered a unskilled then, unless you actually roll a roll a persuasion check. Let's see if you can convince these people. Tunzu is a is a chess master. It's <laughs> uh, my downtime. I just play chess. I'm a grandmaster. <laughs> um, just give me a moment as. Sheet loads up here. Worries. You persuasion, you said? Yeah, persuasion. Uh, four. Four. Yeah, you'll be considered an unskilled hireling um, for this. So I'll say you can be offered um, for your assistance, you could be offered a silver piece an hour. Okay, no worries. Okay. Uh, so however many hours, you can add that many silver pieces to your character sheet. You have you can work a total of eight hours in a day, but you had about four hours left over from uh, the current, from the 12th, so you can work. Okay, and we have, what, two days before the, like, the festivities start? Well, you have a day and a half, so you have the rest of this day and then the next day and then the after that, the day after that, the thing starts. Okay. So, uh, yes, until, like, the, the festivities start, so that would be, what, like, 12 hours of work? Um, yeah. Roughly? Roughly 12 so hours. that's 12 silver pieces? Okay, cool. That's better than nothing. All right. Uh, as you get to work, <laughs> work in, uh, Myrick, are you doing anything specific? Um, okay, going back to the, uh, the goblins, did they have... Uh, materials to brew a healing potion also? So, like the components? Yeah, yeah the ingredients for it. Um, yeah, they would have, some, they would have some, some herbs for brewing. How much would that cost? For those? Give me one moment. I'll look that up really quick for you. This is are you okay? Yeah. Is it the same? You okay now? 
Harvest. <laughs> Where's my character? Where is it? Oh, it's in downtime. I was where I needed to be. Okay. So for these, we're going to go with the very simple and generic. You're looking for healing potions, correct? Yeah, the ingredients for it. For a basic healing potion? Yeah. Okay. You can find... I'm going to make a roll here, see how many they have. So you have 11 bundles of blue herbs, which that would be, that would run you 12 gold pieces per bundle. Um, and the 12 gold for a bundle? Yeah. Um, how much does that contribute to the cost of making a healing potion? And how much is, how much time does it take to make a healing potion? Uh, I do have that. Give me one second. For the making of a healing potion, that requires you to be proficient in the herbalism kit. Cool. Healing potion takes you three hours. Um, and the crafting cost is 25 gold pieces. So that would reduce the cost by 12 gold pieces. So you need an additional 13 gold pieces for the essentially the alchemical supplies, the extra alchemical supplies. Uh, is uh, when we were going into town, mm. is there like areas where Lyra could get could get too easily where she could uh, go uh, hunting for those types of ingredients herself? Going looking for herbs, you certainly can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, she'll she'll actually do that instead. Okay, we'll uh, we'll do this quick. So go ahead and roll me a. How many hours are you going to spend? Uh. The rest of the day. So you want to do four hours? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, you can make me four nature checks. Four nature checks. I did reduce the DC of this just a little bit. Um, I have a specific skill in the here for gathering herbs and potions. You have a skill for that? Yeah, we have a. I have a skill for harvesting and a skill for har. For gathering herbs and stuff, I think we made those because the because she has proficiencies. Sure, so, yeah, then you can use those, but it's going to okay. be considered. It should be based off your intelligence, or they're based off wisdom. Oh, right, 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 because you're base. Yeah, you use your wisdom. Yeah, but it would be essentially a wisdom nature check. Yeah, that's probably why. Because yeah, that's why. Okay. Yep. Okay. First roll is an yep. eight and a twenty-two. 22 is a success. And a 19. That's a success. And then a 12. And a 12 was a failure. I reduced the DC. Okay. It used to be 15. I reduced it down to 13 just because it was, that's a pretty difficult DC. All right. Um, so for the for the two, the second and third hour, you're looking for, you're looking for like more healing-esque yeah. herbs. So yeah. I would like you to roll me a, A D8, so you can roll me two D8s. Okay. Because a 12, so that's a 4 and an 8. Okay, 
So you are going to find, you'll find some blue herbs. So go ahead and roll me a 1d6 plus your wisdom modifier. 1d6 plus 2 and 8. All right. And then you'll find a some Crete, what is referred to as Crete paste. This is actually used for greater healing potions. Um, so roll me another d6 plus 2. Six. Okay, so you find eight bundles of blue herb and six, you would essentially get six um, vials filled with Crete paste because it's a fluid that is extracted from the type of mushroom. So you'll have those at the end of your, at the end of this day. Perfect. And tomorrow she'll spend brewing stuff. All right. So. I think this is a good time to kind of close the doors on this. We will revisit it, kind of briefly touching base onto the next day before we jump right into the festival. So, uh, yeah, that's where the session will end tonight. Okay, okay. He survived. Shall we Did say you? good night? <laughs> <laughs> good night. And that's it for this session. Please follow the next Leg of Our Journey in two weeks' time. Next episode, join Ziri and the other adventurers as they complete missions for the mysterious Golden Vault.